Is that true? Because in that, it, it, you know, in, in the scope of that thing, it would be the doctor's office live and direct. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Another week in wrestling, and you know, mm-hmm. we're going to bring it to you live and direct. Yeah, uh, right here, and I am Quincy Jones. Going to my right, Triple H, Triple H, the one and only hip hop hybrid in existence in the world of hip hop, and of course, pro wrestling. It is I, D L C L E S N A R, Doc Lesnar, the MC, and we're back with another week of wrestling, my dude. I heard about that. Yeah. Is that, is that is that pro pro wrestling? Wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Salute Thousand Man. Three S. Um, but uh, you know what? I want to uh, start this off with a real positive note. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if those who've been following me on uh, some of the reviews and the video content we've been putting out, one yeah, of the things, the flow like, show, mm-hmm. it just I mean, even stuff with the the Quincy Jones show as well, with some of the the rampage reviews. Like, you know, one of the things I said recently was like us. You know, we're black man first, yep. wrestling fan second, but they're yeah. real close in it's incarnation. Close yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, but representation does matter to us, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I didn't take anybody to task, but I also pointed out how there is certain uses of certain people on the AEW roster. But I can argue, obviously, that WWE, they've been kind of trumping them in that department for probably the last better part of the year with yeah. Bobby. Uh, obviously, the new day they got the champ- uh, the championships again uh, earlier last year. And, don't, and just to uh, clarify, Priest, we're not saying it matters. Like it, like no, no, there needs not, to be a whole, yeah. always someone of color in in the right push or the nah, right nah, role but or it, with the be, with with the title. It's just it's insane it, to think gotta, that there's yeah. not other people with the same amount of talent, regardless of skin color. Yeah, yeah you exactly, know what I'm saying. But yeah. it d- does it hurt to try to build up another superhero s character or idol? Yeah. for young kids to aspire to be, and and you know what I mean. It's just it, it, we don't we stuff, just don't dude. need more. Kofi Kingston situations down the line where someone's undeniably talented and has been waiting to do has done everything but the big one. You know what I'm saying? And, and, so, and yeah. speaking of uh, you know, in terms of big and Kofi Kingston, yeah. congratulations to Big E, man. He cashed in his money in the bank. Hey, go big you know? go home. Um <laughs> you know that. <laughs> hey. Uh but it was it was dope, man. Really good moment for him. Um Definitely, you know, man. it was weird because he was talking that that shit to 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 Roman too. Yeah. On not not directly to him, but saying like, "Yo, like I I don't Roman better, you know." But I, I, I seen, maybe, maybe. I, I seen him like low He's, key dressed up undercover. Dog, or something like that that's on SmackDown, been, and that, that's like, what kind of threw me because I thought for sure he was gonna try to like throw a, you know, a monkey wrench in certain uh, uh, situations for Roman going forward yeah. because he was like on on Heyman's neck with yeah, that, yeah, like for sure, just always teasing the the briefcase. But red herring, man. You know, I digress, man. Biggie, he did it. A lot of people thought this should have came a little bit sooner, but dude, it's, it's here. I mean, I heard it. Yeah, it did. They were definitely looking to do it. At I heard like the the go home or the uh, or something like that before extreme or after extreme. One of the two. So people are gonna uh, be like, it, they should have waited till they were in Florida again. But like, no. Nah, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, yeah, Florida man. You know, <laughs> you know, it, you know always making headlines. Yeah, but man. I will say that. Yeah, congratulations. Give him the flowers now. He's yes. always said the same thing when yes. we were waiting and waiting for Kofi to get to that spot, like we were just saying. But no, really dope. And it was just curious how he did call his shot via Twitter earlier that day. But some will pe- some will say he knew, and the other half will say that yeah. that was a WWE move. Well, like, a lot of people were saying that there's been a lot of shuffling around 
what the money because like last this Monday was supposed to be the tag team championship match and they all yeah. of a sudden changed it to the a world championship match and then all oh. of a sudden Big E just like came on the same like hours after that saying you know what yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be on Raw and I'm gonna cash in actually like, yeah you know, so. It was a lot of, you know, people were like, well, is this like they're just rush booking or, you know, what well, it is? Speaking but... of shuffling, I just remember that it was actually, I think, supposed to be the draft night for Raw. He was supposed to show up. Oh, it, really? Yeah, oh, which that, that... which would have got a big but, pop. But at the same you know? time, when you think about the Money in the Bank briefcase, that's essentially like a championship that mm-hmm. allows you to hop on both shows. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. So, yeah. um, but, you know, one person that also gave him his flowers, Cash Wheeler. Mm-hmm. Big E quote deserves all the flowers he ever gets, especially that big gold one. Fuck yes. Oh yeah. You I mean, know, and obviously people are like he's breaking kayfabe. <laughs> nah, man. Man, they, they've had wars with these guys, but it's it was it was cool to see something like that from across you know quote unquote the the lines of uh, the enemy. Yeah, I mean, because again, you know I mean? undeniable talent, man. Yeah, dude, it, it was really, really good. Uh, it was a cool, cool moment for him. And yeah. I mean, things can only go up for him because he's definitely well-liked. He's I mean, definitely well popular. Liked. Yeah, he, he can cut promos. He yes. can speak. He has he's, charisma. He's yeah. car- I was just going to say he very has, charismatic. He, he's a personality yeah. in himself, and he's going to represent whether he's ta- whether he's going on TV or mm-hmm. doing interviews and stuff. He's or even if he was doing well. those like Reverend-esque type promos, like now, he, whether he's doing that or the ones he's doing now where he just keeps it real, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's... He doesn't have a uh, limit of trajectory uh, in my book at all. So yeah, big congrats to uh, to, to Big E, man. Yeah, definitely, dude. Um, you know, I guess moving on. Uh, you know, we have some stuff kind of, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, up and down depending on how, how you look at it in terms of uh, people's statuses when it comes to pro wrestling and whatnot. Yeah, this checkerboard is getting um, full, man. A lot, a lot of pieces out here. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we did report on Jake Atlas last week. He was talking about how he originally reported mm-hmm. his release yeah. before the release came. Uh, the say with his mental, uh, you know, situation and everything like that. So he actually just uh, tweeted, uh, "I'm stepping away from wrestling completely right now. So please don't ask me to do interviews or appearances. I like my privacy to be respected. At 26 years old, I've got my entire life ahead of me, and I'm choosing to explore completely different industries to find my passion again. Which that was in. I don't know if that meant like just a passion period, or maybe f- something to spark." Yeah, him to get back into wrestling. I don't know if yeah, this is him. Yeah, who knows you know, if he he was he, into something before wrestling and put he, put that down to pursue wrestling for a while or something. Yeah, yeah. He continues. I'm not concussed or banged up. I simply just can't keep going anymore. Take your mental health seriously, both for yourselves and for each other, because we only have one life to live. Thank you to anyone who did support me for five years. I didn't do much, but what I did was fun. I also you didn't do much because to me you yeah, got two two action figures. Okay. From WWE, like, and I know you don't do appearances, but I'd love for you to sign those for me, sir, because you're just—I mean, you're you're an ultra talented guy, yeah. And it means that much to me if I'd be. I mean, not to sound biased because again, yeah, we've had experiences with him for sure. Yeah, you know, know, and and we've seen him, and we've also booked him in positions where he's just been able to flourish like swimmingly. You know, I mean, where that's why we were excited that he, you know, despite losing him as maybe a bookable talent in our, you know, in our business, like from a fandom standpoint, it was cool to see him excel up to the nxt system so we were happy for him you know yeah absolutely but uh, hey whatever he needs uh you know to recharge the old battery again i mean we talked about it last week we're big you know proponents of uh anything kenny marquez or jake atlas you know needs and and just preserving mental health above all else exactly so we're 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 pro that 100 percent over here but um yeah no actually i was gonna say on the kind of the tell end in terms of people like kind of you know hurt or whether they're gonna come back or yeah like uh, i said the statuses are up and down going it's across the board it's pretty uh, yeah, yeah. Go, yeah. 
But uh, yeah, it's been kind of curious because uh, I've noticed uh, recently Paige has been a little active on her yeah, Twitter. Yeah, she's and, been uh, a little vocal. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, she said some maybe a couple weeks back, and uh, I didn't get a chance to report on it. Uh, but it was, you know, she said, "You guys, I'm getting stronger. I'm squatting 185 pounds." Yeah, again. I saw that. You know, yeah. I know it's not a ton, but it's a big accomplishment for me, who was worried to do any gym stuff because of my neck. But my neck is feeling so awesome. I'm so proud of myself. You know, with the real, you know, heart emojis of, you know. And then I guess recently uh, she just kind of openly asked, can I still use, quote, this is my house or is it taken? (laughs) You know, so. Um, I mean, I would think that wherever she would go with that. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. Well, I I, I, kind of get why she asked that. I mean, because Roman. Well, no. Well, it's true. (laughs) This is my yard, I guess. But Oh, yeah, it's true. The yard is the yard. But I also, and then, you know, what's her name? The house that AJ Styles built, too. Yep, there's that. And then Emma, when she was there, was this is my moment. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, she was doing, like, you know, so there's different. But at the same time, I think what it is is I saw a very silly headline. I didn't click on it because I thought it was going to be clickbait. And I I thought I'd wait if it, you know, if that leaf actually fell to the ground that said, Daniel Bryan might not be able to use the yes chance in AEW. And I'm just like, what? They're not even his to begin with. They're, they're, um, what's his name? And he's Uh, admitted that. Yeah. Forgot his name. Um, I mean, maybe I got the wrong. Uh, but he, dude, he, he even in, oh Diego Sanchez. I'm sorry, he Diego, got Diego yeah, Sanchez. That, that's right. Yeah, that so was. I like, forgot it was the MMA guy. And it's like you can't stop the fans from using it. So I mean, whatever. He don't have to do it. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying? exactly. Like yeah. not to mention, like on Raw, they did this dumb thing between uh, Alexa and Charlotte where they were doing a yes no. Yeah, I did. Th- see and that. I was like, dude, what are y'all doing? Like, mm-hmm. why would you do this knowing the fans are gonna just. Yes, yeah, it up. Like exactly. I was like, come on, dude. Yeah, but uh, that no, that's that's awesome to hear about Paige. I mean, yeah. I did hear that her contract maybe. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean you there's know, a lot of people in that boat. I did hear. By I, the way, I just too. don't believe they're willing to invest in her health wise mm-hmm. uh, going forward. But I mean, and and the thing is, they've shown that they're they're not above letting go of people that they think that you wouldn't think they would. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, and I did hear Pete Dunn is actually not locked down I, the contract yet. Really? Yeah. I was he's gonna still, just report this because, or like, I, or this is as of like a, a couple of days ago. So okay. Because I was more. gonna say I, I was just gonna talk about people, you know, whether or not you know contract statuses and whatnot. But mm-hmm. NXT star Pete Dunn has reportedly signed a long term contract with okay. WWE, so he's set to remain with the company for a while. Sean Ross, uh, Ross Sapp oh, of uh, oh, Fightful yeah. Selects, so you know what you're Yeah, real. I was about to say it's gold then, yeah. <laughs> reports yeah. Uh, after Dunn uh, signed a temporary extension this past July, he has now inked a three-year deal that will keep him with WWE through the summer of 2024. Uh, previous reports uh, noted that Dunn got a contract offer at the end of August. Uh, Sapp now notes that Triple H himself offered Dunn the deal that he eventually uh, agreed to and signed. So. Is NXT or main roster? Do we know It yet? just says WWE. So many umbrellas. I just want to talk to him. I just want to talk to him. <laughs> I just want to shoot him. I just want to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm looking right now. Yeah, it doesn't say anything specific. It's just, I mean, when you think about it, NXT, yeah, it says NXT star. Yeah. So I don't know. And, and, but of course, NXT is still under the WWE. at the same, yeah, at the end of the day, yeah. it's still WWE NXT, right? Like, mm-hmm. this is a bunch of. We next. <laughs> we two next point, 2.0. 2.0, yeah. We next 20. He, he signed till it's time for 3.0. It's, oh, it's funny. It shouldn't be 3.0 because they had mm-hmm. what it was, and then they had the game show. So this is 3.0, right? Like That's why yeah, I was, was thinking. Uh, yeah, and we'll get to that. We, we, we'll definitely <laughs> yeah, we get definitely to will. how we feel um, about uh, the new NXT. But, yeah. I mean, and on the hills of, uh, you know, as far as NXT guys, uh, I mean, obviously there's a lot of talk. 
Ah. Um, with Samoa Joe relinquishing the title earlier this week, yeah. uh, had a hell of a uh, promo that he shot. But that's what I love about. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, I'm gonna need that. Yeah, I mean, you Joe, know what I'm saying? Joe's. Like, you know what's crazy is for such. I don't know. It's not. It's not Steve it's like, Seagalish. It's like. He's such a violent guy, but he he's stoic. For such a and, brute, he's yeah, so yeah. He's, uh, he's Shakespeareanly stoic. In yeah, the, in, but but at the same time, when he needs to amp it up with bravado, he does it. Like he, with the he's, regal he's, and the he's a poet with pain, dude. Seriously, yeah, like like, like just it, yeah. the, I'll be right along to collect what's rightfully mine. Yeah, no, he's like, he's like condolences to the winner. Yeah, geez, <laughs> like, yeah, well, well okay. cut. But it made well, me why? think how long. <laughs> Did yeah, they have well, this in a tuck. I mean, well, you know what I mean? so so this uh, this that's 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 why everyone's kind of speculating. It's, yeah. it's weird. Um, but it said, yeah, obviously he had to relinquish the title was uh, due to quote unquote injury or as they say, being not being medically cleared by WWE's medical staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, update uh, provided by PW Insider: the internal expectation is that Joe won't be missing an extended period of time. Okay. However, no timetable for his return has been confirmed. Uh, additionally, uh, the report states that the decision to vacate the title was, quote, a turn uh, to turn a negative to a positive and have a new champion coronated during tonight's NXT 2.0 reboot. Uh, however, not necessarily everybody's excited about the rebranding off the of the now. And this is what's crazy. We got to RIP the now former black and gold brand. I was like, you're right. Uh. Yeah, it's I just this this whole sneeze, like somebody man. just sneezed in the paint store. And then they put um, it on Braun Breaker's uh, gear. I was, I, was thinking, I, was like, I was like, oh, he's, he's over here uh, trying to get his mojo on. Yeah, he was like, I'm um, Mr. 2.0. But they said there's a ton of trepidation behind the scenes in NXT due to the recent round of roster cuts, major changes, and uh, that the brand has been undergoing, as well as talent being concerned with who will run the show due to Triple H. Obviously. Uh, recently undergoing the, you know, the, the cardiac event, as they call it. Um, so people are thinking maybe he's not at the tapings right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know what, you know. But uh, the speculation, yeah, I mean, in much to what we were talking about before, people were thinking, oh, this is kind of timely, like the night, of, the week of this new, uh, and, and new as being the key word, like the new young upstart of this 2.0 version yeah. of this. is, And then the old guard has to drop the title. And now it's, they, oh, but now they got to replace the, the, the one of the competitors that, that that's not as big as the other guys. or, or I mean, well, I don't know. He's just as big as fucking Tommaso. Yeah. It's like, we got to get one of our guys in there, which is such a Vince McMahon move, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, and I'm like, looking, I'm like, and I find out, I guess he's a son of a of a wrestling legend. Von uh, Wagner? His real, that's just what I'm like. That dude looked like the white version of Great Khali to me. Wow, that's really apt. Like I was just like, why? Because I was he like, he, he just like had, so a, he had a real, uh, just, Awkward look to him, like he moves. Yeah, his so dad awkward. is his dad is Wayne Bloom. Hmm. Yeah, I guess he was in the AWA and uh, WCW. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. They were part of the 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 Beverly's oh, Beverly okay, Brothers. Okay. I've heard of the Beverly Brothers. Okay. Huh. I believe. Yeah, part of the the Beverly Brothers is Bo Beverly. I suppose. Huh. Hmm. I. I mean. Yeah. That. Yeah. I, I mean, we're gonna we gonna get into yeah, that get in, into in a bit, but yeah. uh. Last little bit of news. I mean, because that's the thing. Yeah, a lot of people. I was just gonna say, people thought it was just kind of peculiar. Yeah, they're like, oh, we'll just. I had. Kinda... A, I was gonna say, I had some contract news as well. But is uh, this regarding Samoa? This is regarding uh, Johnny Papa John, actually. Johnny. Oh Papa yeah, John. yeah, definitely bring that up. Yeah. So, um, shouts to uh, uh, Justin. Uh, pro wrestling spotlight. Stellar J. Yeah, pro he, wrestling spotlight. He, she shot, he, no, he shot me this. Uh, 
nugget of news over here. This lead uh, said Fightful learned that NXT Triple Crown Champion Johnny Gargano's WWE contract is expiring December 3rd of this year. Heard it. WWE sources confirmed the news with Fightful Select on Monday afternoon. Uh, thus far, WWE sources have indicated to Fightful that Johnny and WWE have not entered into negotiations to extend his contract, but they expect to in the fall, which should be any day now. Um it's just kind of weird because, again, like this is not like the Adam Cole or Pete Dunne situation where you know the contract expiring was a surprise. Instead, they did know it was coming. Um, but uh, yeah, it says uh, they've yet to talk to Gargano, but they will. You know, they plan to. Uh, but it's I don't know what's gonna happen because I, I just look at it like this. Uh, you know, we talked about it in our trios chat. I'm sure there's not really a lot of motivation to jump to main roster. Because uh, looking at the treatment of Cross, or I mean, Priest is now getting the, yeah. the due, but no, he, he had to go yeah. through like a couple months of bullshit. Then he was I mean, off TV. Uh, when you, you think know. about it, though, it's not a bad position coming from NXT to be in that main WrestleMania spot. And of course, with a celebrity you know, getting that exposure. Be, yeah, you, you know? know. But let's be honest. Post that he was just square kind of dancing. floundering. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just square yep. dancing with, with the Miz and and, and, and calling and everybody a coward. Yeah, you know, which what I mean? I'm so tired of. We need to make that list again, bro. We, yeah, there's a. We usually do a yearly list of, of terms we gotta. Yeah, take he was out. just busy spinning his wheels, basically. Yeah. With, with Miz and Drip Drip. Yeah. And so now it's good that he's doing that. I mean, he's, he's in danger doing it with Sheamus a little I mean, bit. I mean, I, I, I like what he's been doing. Yeah, I like what he's been doing with Sheamus. Sheamus. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, he's got. I don't know. It's just he's won every belt. You know, I mean, they like we said, triple crown. I don't know what there, else what, there is to yeah. do unless he's going to kind of go into managerial mode before he goes to daddy mode. Because the I, only I, thing, we know Larray is pregnant. You the know, the only I mean? thing so, I could see him doing is is helping to put over Austin. Yeah, that, that's you it. You know what I mean? That's it. Like, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Unless you know? he gets into coach coach player mode, and and then before he he's gonna he's got to leave to be a dad for a little bit. You know Which I mean, I mean gonna he's totally going to be like, you're right. No, we raise winners. We yeah, raise winners. Exactly. So, but <laughs> if it's not going to be any of that, or a babyface turn, or jumping the main roster with Champa like as a tag team or something, because I don't know where Thatcher's at. I haven't heard anything. Yeah, but he got, he, I think I don't know if he had. I mean, because I did hear about Kushida just came back from yeah. COVID. I didn't realize that. Yeah, him, him and, and his, his whole family. Yeah, they're and, all vaccinated. Yeah, I yeah. did read about that. So I don't know if maybe it's something. I mean, look, I'm not trying to just jump yeah, to a conclusion, but. but much of 2021 and 2020 was a bunch of like you know stuff that we would unearth about the NXT yeah yeah quote unquote sloppy shop and and you know <laughs> yeah that's I right. mean like you said there was supposed to be a women's yeah. title match right yeah I was and, I and didn't hear even, anything I don't I don't know what they, happened they keep they keep switching it up but um yeah but yeah it is interesting be, about Gargano though yeah like I I just wonder if he's there's more motivation to leave so he could kind of be a dad and be a family guy and not worry about. Like when he wants to come back, or just come back when he wants, or to kind of venture someone. Because like I told, unless they Mark, pair him with with Champa, yeah. And it, oh yeah, he did say that about about putting maybe putting him on a tag team on SmackDown. I mean, right? yeah, we we talked about that, but yeah. I feel like if he ventures outside, he would kill in like Ring of Honor, oh, 100%, or like yeah, MLW but, or something like that. I'm not saying I don't want to see him in AEW, but I don't think he too, needs to go to. It's AEW. too inflated. Yeah, yeah I, right I think now. he could really lead another company or go to New Japan or something. You know, like I mean, he. I, I mean, I know maybe, I, maybe I'm not that jump on and say it, but it wouldn't be a bad look for him to want to go to Impact. I think 
that that wouldn't be bad. Him versus Swan, uh, they could revisit some of their old stuff. I mean, even you know? him and Sammy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like there, there's there, there's new guys that he's probably hasn't wrestled in a while. I mean, him going after the X division like with those guys too. Mm-hmm. You know, guys like uh, freaking uh, Alexander yeah. doing his open challenge and all that. Definitely, the guns are there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, they got some. You know, I just wonder if he owns Johnny Gargano. I said, well, that's his name, though. Yeah. That's his actual birth name. But it's WWE. But, but, but the same thing with John Cena, though. Like, does that mean they get a cut for every movie he does? For Because they're using his likeness in a movie? Or is it John Cena, the birth of, like, the the man I, clocked kinda, out John Cena's like It's it, weird, yeah, right? That's, I think with him, is, as long as he doesn't play John Cena, the wrestler, I, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a movie. That's what I'm saying, Unless yeah. it's a WWE involvement. Like, I think he's good on, like, not having to spare some change over that Because, like, like, The Rock, he... I feel like there's a reason why he went to Dwayne Johnson, right? Cool. Yeah. But then he did the movie, but with Paige, and he portrayed himself. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, he they're, probably kicked back Like, some, we actually yeah. used one of your live events to yeah, film. But anyways, getting, man. We're actually getting 45%. We're going to need it all. Um, <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Uh, speaking of, uh, you know, uh, I guess, percentages and trademarks and whatnot, this is in the vein of everything. AEW, Young Bucks filed for a new trademark. Oh, really? For Super Click. Oh, okay. Yeah, which leads me to think that at one point they're going to probably do a split between. Or the, uh, maybe, like I said, maybe they'll do the trios and they need to be called something true, different. True, very true. I mean, I was thinking that maybe we may see uh, Omega and the Good Brothers, you know, because he did pair with them yeah. first before he went for the Bucks and they, they, they followed suit. Which, mm-hmm. the other thing, too, is if you notice, Adam Cole, every time he comes out, he doesn't mention the Good Brothers Not at all. ever. Yeah. He doesn't say nothing. But, he doesn't but to a, be fair, they. They don't, don't have it. Yeah, they, they don't have a pre-existing exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah they've never been in the group at the same time. So. Yeah, so it's just like yeah, it's one of those things I know. Just that where I'm like, I could see being kind of a natural mm-hmm. progression towards that. But yeah, I thought that was worth uh, noting. But and the last thing I had here, I guess, I mean, I don't, it could be AEW, it could be anybody. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because uh, who knows? Uh, but I do know this: October twentieth, it goes down as the inspiration, aka Iconics, Cassie Lee and Jesse uh, Jessica McKay are actually releasing a song that they uh, made with a uh, lady named Harley Cameron, who is a not only a singer, mm-hmm. uh, also is a pro wrestler uh, that, that trains actually with okay. um, at the same school that, that Tyler and, um, and oh, Sean, yeah. Sean Flatbacks. Run. Yeah, exactly. Flatbacks. Flatbacks. Um, if, if that name sounds familiar, and I remember this because I was like, why does that name does sound familiar? I remember there was a, a, this woman who did a music video that had Scarlett Bordeaux and Shotzi oh, in it. Oh, that's right, yeah. So that's who, who that is, right? Okay. Um, but I guess they did the song together. It's coming out on October 20th. They're basically saying that this could possibly maybe be a hint at their new theme music. But when I looked at the date, it is a Wednesday. Mm. It is a Wednesday. So. There you go. Well, speaking Who of kind knows? of uh, going a little back, I know you had brought up, uh, this is the last little bit I had, uh, yeah. which is an interesting quote. Uh, we talked about, you know, uh, kind of New Japan, where you brought up the Good Brothers. Oh, and, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, we were talking the, the about Trademarks this. and stuff. And, um, you know... A lot of people have been talking. I mean, we, we brought up the P1, uh, PWI last week yep. and, and, and how Osprey yep. was yep. very much down there. And he had talked about, oh, I could come through and twice on Wednesdays. Yeah. And, you know, or, but you were hurt at times. You weren't, you weren't healthy the whole year. Yeah. So that's, that's what it is. Bro. But uh, he did put out a quote in terms of uh, coming through that uh, forbidden door. Uh, in terms, and he because he's been saying some stuff about AEW. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. On he the says, mics, uh, yeah. Quote: uh, I'd love to go there, but I'm a New Japan strong guy right now, and I've had uh, enough of people knocking on their door, knock on my door, 
Bunch mm. of pussies, if you ask me. Mm. They're too scared to knock on my door. Do you know mm. why? Because I'd embarrass those boys. But but Moxley been in and out your house for a minute. And yeah, you haven't even you know what I mean? even nodded at him. Why? Because the yeah. US title's not even in your trajectory. And you know what's funny is like I'm surprised Mox hasn't tried to go for the world. Yeah, it's I mean, it's probably because he he gets the type of obligation and he's got you know a leg in AEW and an ankle in New Japan. You know, depending where, what month it is. So. I mean, I, I mean, it's the one thing I've been liking about Mox just in that situation is how he's been repeatedly saying like. I am the door, like the door opens to me. Yeah. Because he's the one who's been the most consistent going back and forth and definitely, uh, you know, obliging the, the challenges and going to offer challenges as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, also calling out those who are turning down challenges. But I did hear yeah. that, that, uh, yep, yep, yep. that uh, Tanahashi versus him is sp- it's going to happen. I mm. guess this is all part of the storyline. It's him kind of ducking him a bit or whatever. It, okay. Because so, uh, we were hoping. Or maybe not ducking him, but like just. I, I think, I think it has to be storyline now. Yeah. But because yeah, yeah. a lot of people were really hoping to get this in the, in the States. Yeah, that, definitely. That's why. Definitely. So. Which is, I mean, it's. Yeah. We'll see what's up. You know, you were talking about uh, misleading headlines earlier. Um, and this is just the pop before we go to NXT. Mm-hmm. It said. Uh, Deathmatch legend calls out John Moxley. I was like, who the fuck called out John? And it was like, so Nick Gage. I'm like, Nick, the fuck? I'm like, legend? He's still working. Yeah. I'm like, you know. You Living know, legends out I'm here, I'm like, man. come on, man. Just just say King and, and, of Deathmatch. And, and it ain't, yeah, it ain't, it ain't no no slight on, on Nick, nothing like that. It's just like, come on, bro. You know, I was thinking like, I'm like, yeah, who? he didn't write the article. Don't tell me Terry Funk about to come out the gate. Yeah, bro. that's what it makes it sound like. like you know? Or like a... Uh, Sabu, because, a Sandman. Because uh, I mean, like, like we just saw Ric Flair cut a semi promo about coming back to NWA. Yeah, 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 yeah very like, true. What is in the water? So yeah. who knows, man? But yeah, I mean, because yeah, when you say Deathmatch Legend, man, that's definitely right? making you think like, oh, Mick Foley. I was even oh. thinking the, uh, the I forgot his name. Forgive me, y'all. But the the cat that they had, uh, I just remembered the other day too. But the cat they had that was putting over the uh, the exploding Deathmatch. Ah uh, yeah yeah like, I like yeah yeah I can't remember like like if yeah. maybe maybe he would it would it against him in AEW right yeah yeah, yeah exactly or I was even is Abby still no he's not working no more though Anita right? Anita Ani- oh Anita yeah, yeah. yeah that's right man but uh yeah that's um yeah headlines man but uh that's it. headlines headlines uh <sighs> the thing that's been grabbing headlines forever the never new, s- new coat of paint this ne- never new... sell out to these busters. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of all these haters and these busters. Apparently, that, that, must be, that might be the I will, I will <laughs> that say, might be the title for this yeah, one. Haters and busters. But I will say, uh, um, you know, they've been teasing this this new look, new music, new new, uh, new uh, splash of paint. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> Literally it's more colorful than the it's Fantasia, in that bitch. right? So we get into what is now being dubbed NXT 2.0, uh, which we kind of mentioned earlier. Which we won't argue. We'll just get yeah. right into. You know what we're I thinking. They'd, so it'd be a better uh, venue, not a better venue, but the CWC's just been what they've been doing forever. So I thought they'd have a, maybe a different I layout that way. But other than that, eh, I yeah. didn't. I didn't mind it. First thing uh, I will say is you you uh, notice how brighter it yes. is in there, um, which is the WWE I, thing, right? Y- yeah, definitely. Yep. I mean, I think it's one of those things. Where it, well, they go back main and roster. Forth. Yeah, well, yeah. it goes back and forth because even when they had two hundred five on main roster, sometimes they That's mess true. with the lights on that. Got you know, purple but, popping. Yeah, and they get the ropes. They had to do that whole commercial break just to set up for that. Game but, on! <laughs> right? So, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I did notice it's got a brighter feel, uh, which kind of made me think, it's weird, like, because when you watch, um, the seating made me think about, like, uh, Lucha Underground a little bit. You know, we kind of like a, a stadium show. type of, th- yeah, type of deal. It's, it's yeah, it's got, yeah, more of a, like a bench, uh, uh, um, 
I don't say bench, but what is it like bleacher yeah, type, type, type I think of feel like to it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I thought I noticed that right away. It kind of felt like watching NWA a little bit too. I mean, I, mm. that's the thing. You can kind of okay. see how small the arena is but, <laughs> when they but, turn all the lights on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, but uh, yeah, a lot of color. You could tell they're definitely trying to break away from the dark and gold and the gritty, and and this is just pure raw athletic you know who wants it more grind to the bone like now it's like we got to do this and let everyone see everything now you know and so it was definitely different uh i want to say polar opposite but you could tell just like two on the nose right i want to say two on the nose i think two on the nose would have been if like literally there were like splashes of paint all over the place that would have been (laughs) like and and, i mean that's what i was afraid of it's just dexter walking around yeah so (laughs) but uh we do start uh the show uh, with promos from yeah. all four men as they kind of uh, pipe in this, you know, newfound social media breaking news of Samoa Joe relinquishing the title uh, due to minor injury. Uh, we get promos from all four men about, you know, not just how this has turned into an opportunity to to be the new face of this new NXT and, of course, the new champion. Um, and, you know, we get to L.A. Uh, Knight. He's uh, yeah. kind of actually in the uh, gorilla position. And uh, he's doing a promo, and then he kind of gets interrupted by uh, Braun Breaker, who I believe, <sighs> I want to say you might have mentioned on the show last week. Yeah, yeah just last week we were just talking about how they, they got Rick, uh, Rick Steiner's son. Yeah. Um, and that bothered me, because, and not to jump mm. too far, because they just never at any point acknowledged it directly. There was just little they, things yeah, they, that were said that I'm the like... The dog face thing. Yeah, dog they, face they, they, gremlin they bring, mentality. That's not a, a normal thing to no, say. No, that's a real specific thing you yeah. say about someone. Like, you don't... They don't... That's nothing, something they pepper... Like, it's not like he's showing resilience so that's across the board that you yeah, can use it. No, exactly, like, yeah. But but the other thing is like... Like, it's weird that he's brawn but spelled different and they just had a brawn. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. And yeah. then, you know, it's breaker with two Ks. Oh, it's 2K? Yeah. Oh, that's bro. weird. Yeah. And I was like thinking, like, you know, everyone's mm-hmm. like, why don't they just call him Scott St- or uh, uh, Braun Steiner if they're going to, like, yeah. do the whole tights and the thing? And I'm like, well, you think about it, they probably don't want no one to be reminded of his uncle who got mad heat <laughs> with the McMahons. Yeah. And they, like, b- ban him from, like, yeah, events. But and this shit. is dumb. Yeah. It's, it's, and he's the it's, big booty daddy. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things where I felt like the Steiner it's a hell of a legacy thing to carry, could have yeah. really. Pushed, uh, you know, but he did have an impressive. Uh, like if his dad was out there with him, it'd be kind of dope as a coach. Yeah, yeah, but then but not, let, don't lean too honest, much on him. No, yeah. but WWE don't do stuff not, like that. They're they're yeah. they they need to save all that stuff for you know yeah, the hundredth NXT or whatever it is. <laughs> but um, he does. Uh, Braun this does is the first episode. Come on, Braun does uh, introduce himself and he uh, says he wants he you knows looking for a chance to prove himself tonight. Obviously, he feels the energy of the new NXT starting. Uh, Knight says, you know what? Want two minutes? Why don't you go out there with your music and he'll beat the brakes off of him? Which I really love how he kind of threw the breaker thing back in his face and kind of gives away that Knight is not going to be winning this fatal four-way later on. But um, we have our first match of the night, LA Knight versus Braun Breaker uh, from Braun. Uh, we do get a, a big clothesline and kind of a uh, nice little stiff shoulder block in the beginning. And then he hits some uh, deadlift takedowns, which I thought looked pretty impre- uh, impressive. And then we start getting some flying shoulder blocks, which were definitely reminiscent of his dad, uh, you know, or... You guys need someone more recent, what John Cena does, to start the five moves of doom. Um, but uh, and then we get a very, even though they don't want to name him, a very reminiscent belly-to-belly, you know, that looked just like what Scott Steiner, Uncle Scott would do, you know, uh, on his days off from Shoney's over there. 
<laughs> in Atlanta. But uh, from night we get, hey, yo, you said Shoney's. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, show you respect know. to the God. Hey, I'm telling you, the big booty daddy. The big booty we, daddy we down at Shoney's in Atlanta. Sean, tell him Quincy Jones sent you. Yeah, definitely, man. <laughs> L.A. Knight, though, he did, hits a nice little jumping neck breaker. But uh, we get the finish where Braun hits a military press power slam, sort of like what Goldberg used to do back in the day, uh, for the win. And then later on we uh, see him getting showered in uh, congratulatory kudos, uh, I guess, by other new nameless talent in the back, which we're yet to, I guess, meet yeah, uh, you know, on this new plateau that is NXT. But uh, not a bad way to start the show. I mean, it kind of exemplified anything could happen, but it's just had me concerned about LA Knight because besides the, you know, winning the belt at first, which is not really of worth now that Cameron won it back and then gave it away, you know what I mean? So it kind of really lessens that whole thing, except that he gets the rub for the million, you know, the million dollar megastar part. Uh, I just keep getting concerned with the start-stop of uh, L.A. Knight, especially since he wasn't used very well in his first round uh, when he was in the NXT system. I, so. I don't know why they needed L.A. Knight to do the job here no. for Braun. If they want to establish Braun as one of the new stars that they're looking to establish, yeah, like you know, like like that they're going in that way. You could have had somebody else. You didn't need it. I mean, because if he's already in the main event, why are you going to show that he he's capable of losing to someone who's not in the main event? Yeah. And then act like we're still supposed to believe that he's good and enough or, to be in the main or, event. Or at least, yeah, take him seriously. Just right? like, yeah. I know that he should be in the main event because yeah. I know what he's capable of. But for someone that's not familiar with his work, that this whole 2.0 thing is what was brand on, new to them. What was Andre, uh, Andre uh, Chase doing? Dude, this fool, <laughs> he, he, was, he was part of the wedding. I guess they, uh, and then apparently, uh, you know, they, they, they got a lot of people. I mean, not to jump ahead, but with, even with the, the bachelor party like vignettes, there was people who were like, I ain't never saw y'all hang out a day. Mm. In your life, like, I think that was like, the point, though, is to make it as odd as possible yeah, because of giving who we're Jones talking about, just yeah, like odd, chilling. I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? But uh, we uh, we get to our next tag team match, uh, which is Imperium going against uh, Josh Briggs, teaming with a uh, guy named Brooks Jensen. Who's, okay, I didn't uh, catch that last name. Okay, yeah, Brooks I thought Jen- Brooks was the last name. They kept calling him Brooks. Oh, yeah. So Brooks with an S is his first name. Yeah, Brooks Jensen, and uh, the he. Fuck? They kept noting 20 years old. They kept noting he was a uh, second uh, generation superstar. He is actually born Ben Buchanan. That's right. Oh, the, that's oh, I did hear that they yeah, signed him. The son, the son Why of, are they shying uh, away from the pool? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, man. so you're telling me Buchanan is his real shoot name? Ben Buchanan is his shoot name, and you would think why not Brooks Buchanan if it had to be Brooks? I, I, just, like, I didn't realize Buchanan was Bull Buchanan's shoot last name. Yeah, I didn't know that either. You know, double B squared for y'all. Yeah, <laughs> shout out so. Thugonomics in the building. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah know, man, you can pass on the torch. Uh, and we do get a pre-tape uh, from those guys who they kind of seem like they could be a good team. You know, yeah, but, they look. But I, I like the, Briggs. And I was interested in this. As I mean, well. the personalities synced up well, but the synergy in the ring, I don't think matches well. But we from Imperium, we get a big clothesline by Fabian, and of course, a nice little snapping PK action from uh, Marcel, and he whips Briggs into the steps later on. And of course, we get a, a stereo drive-by drop kick by Imperium. It's one of their favorite things to hit. For Brooks and uh, Briggs, we get a rebound power slam and a backbreaker scoop slam combo by Brooks, and we get that uh, nasty release sidewalk slam and standing frog splash combo we saw Bro- uh, what's his name, uh, Briggs hit in the uh, tournament. And of course, we get a big back suplex as well uh, by Briggs to Fabian. 
Fabian of all people. And I did notice Fabian was a little thinner uh, in my or leaner. It's probably the better better word. But uh, so it was kind of still impressive though to see someone pick him up in a back suplex uh, style. But uh, we also get a double sh- rebound shoulder block from the rookies. But uh, we see the finish where Jensen uh, starts to climb to the top, only to, to be uh, distracted by Marcel on the apron long enough for Fabian to hit an avalanche butterfly suplex for the win. And uh, I was just glad Imperium took that because I was just like, are we just going to put over all these new faces? Is this going to turn into a, yeah, all, you know, all the new faces. It, it's, it's only like, is the freshman, uh, sophomores, and juniors as a student body teaming up to run the seniors out of, you know, high school? Is that what's going on? Like, that's what I thought we were going to get. Like, they're all winning, so they got this false confidence. And over the weeks, it's going to be like a, not an invasion, but more of a exile, you know what I mean? Because they don't fit the new young and big mold, but who knows, you know? Uh, but uh, this takes us to a uh, pre-tape. No, no, I, I feel you because it's like, it's almost like, uh, is this going to lead to like uh, the, the, this new blood rising all over again? Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, because that's what I was afraid of too when we started off automatically with. Uh, and Braun has a good look though. Yeah, I was going to say, I, not I, to take anything from Braun. No, no, not at all. He has a definitely good look, he has good intensity. Um, yeah, he he looks like, like he's been act, he's been uh, working for a little bit. Yeah, you know what I mean. But definitely, what you know, I just I got it. Like you said, I, just, I was just hoping it wasn't going to be like a complete like putting everyone over so they know that we're so sincere about this. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> man. But this takes us to a, a pre-tape promo, uh, or maybe it was live. I mean, because it looked like maybe they converted their locker room to look like the studio. I'm not too sure. But uh, we see Hit Row, and uh, Adonis says, "Hey, if you got it, you flaunt it." And she does, uh, you know, talk, they're all bigging up B-Fab. We sit in the middle. He says, uh, you know, if you're looking for the best, stop searching. She's the illest and the realest. And uh, she's new money, authentic, while other chicks are just gimmick. B-Fab and the B stands for beauty. Uh, Swerve says he always knew she had a vibe when uh, she caught first caught his eye and says now that she's caught the rest of NXT's eyes, they uh, are, you know, really, it got really spooky for everybody. And uh, says she's about to give uh, NXT 2.0 a reason to be big mad, courtesy of the baddest, which I guess is going to be her nickname which I feel like there's too many people claiming to be the baddest or that bitch or the baddest bitch or all that stuff across the board you know yeah the EST all that stuff the boss you know what I mean the yeah, the bot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. Done go with the bodice man, Bodman. Yeah. Uh, Dallas steps in and says, "We know B is the baddest chick, but he says, you know, she's not just a baddie because of her looks, but she's also the baddest because she's been trained with, uh, or she has trained with the baddest on the planet, including Facts. Uh, Olympic <laughs> gold medalists, apparently, and world champions." Uh, then B Fab takes it away from here. Says, "We all know I could spit, but the time for talking's over." We don't. We Let's, don't know you can spit. Yeah, we. we I don't know. Like, we, we know, we you know she is. We know she is the first verse on the on the on the oh uh, oh the, oh yeah doey doey exactly I forgot you're but right she says let's do sorry this. darling they say say less and this leads to her match with uh against Katrina Cortez Cortez really gets no offense uh, from Fab and I, I'm gonna be honest I wasn't really impressed with this but yeah. she has a early leg sweep and uh, that's the same in. girl that was once Katarina right uh yeah so that's okay. why they keep going Katrina Katarina oh okay but right. uh she hits an early leg sweep uh and she did have those J's on we'll say that though. Uh, early leg sweeping, she peppers in some forearms, uh, and then she kind of counters a diving attack with a pump kick. I'm just going to say this, man. Um, yeah, I'm just so tired same. of ladies using the pump kick. You know what I mean? Like, it e- is an epidemic every, right every, now. Yeah, yeah. it's like every, it's, this, it's the super kick for female talent now, and every single one of them use it. I mean, Statlander uses yeah. it. Uh, you know, hers is more the yeah, bro kick say, yeah. style. 
Jade uses it. Brandy was using Ty Conti it. Ty uses Tay it. Conti uses yeah. it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Anna Jay uses it as well. <laughs> like, a lot of people use the pump kick. And uh, they just, I don't get, well, I get it's easy, but it just doesn't have to be, you know, I don't, it's not the super kick. Anyway, uh, we see the yeah. finisher Fab hits her version of the Rude Awakening for the win. Uh, post-match, she does cut a promo about people assuming because she's not normally in the ring that maybe she doesn't do this, but they all do this. And then she kind of calls out Electra for being in her business, and then LDF will interrupt. And Electra, uh, she gets on the mic and says, Fab must have forgot uh, to learn her lesson from the last time so she's ready to do it again but next time she won't need a pipe to shut that yappy little mouth of hers and then fab responds Ooh. by inviting her into the ring for a match but of course santo steps in to stop electra to which fab claims the uh that might have saved her life uh but it was kind of an abrupt end i will say uh this takes us to a backstage segment of uh I, it I, it just they just it felt weird like they like their gimmick almost doesn't belong in this new yeah, it's it's like uh, Roger Rabbit when they break through the 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 brick wall and it's who's fucking that? Toontown. They is in Hit Row. Oh, you think they they kind of stand out for a bad reason now? No, no, no. I feel like uh, I feel like they stand out just because everything else is so colorful and oh, I see. What you're you saying. know what I mean? Yeah, and then yeah. it's like I don't know. Like they, this storyline kind of has a, it does stand out like a sore thumb because it has weird undertones. Yeah, it really that that yeah. as well. Um, yeah, it just you know yeah. That, but uh, we get a back uh, backstage segment with the groomsmen. Uh, of course, Cameron Grimes, Odyssey Jones, Johnny Gargano. I found this funny because you see Odyssey and Johnny are dressed like Dexter with thermals yeah. on, and then but they all three got gloves on like Dexter would wear. Uh, Cameron tells Jones he's pulling for Kyle later on, who you got, you know, and then goes to Gargano, who you got your money on. But he kind of looks down and says, you know, it just doesn't feel like the night is it, it was right. It feels like it's missing something. And we get a knock at the door, and before I mean, in my head, I was like, that couldn't be. And of course, he opens the door, and it's. Austin. He has returned dressed just like him as a groomsman, uh, just in time for the wedding, much to Johnny's delight. Austin said, you know, he did run away, but there's no way he'd miss Indy's wedding, and he brought someone, because, you know, you can't have a wedding without a priest, and then brings in Damian Priest. I thought that was a very good touch. I don't know who was in charge of it. Maybe they I, let I know, Triple I know H. I he, he was at the, he made an appearance at the bachelor party, too. Who, Priest did? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even uh, know No, no, because there was pictures that they took that was on social media that didn't make it on the show. Oh, gotcha, okay. Yeah, so there was other people that showed up and stuff like okay, that. Okay, that makes sense. But yeah, so, but it, I thought, yeah, that was a nice touch, and it was just kind of funny, like, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, like, at first I was like, we're not even going to get an explanation, I'm like... It's Austin. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. You know, because he, he goes, I thought you ran away. Oh, I did run away. It's like, but it's there's like, no way. I, you know, it was just, yeah. it was just it's like, like, I thought you were lost. Yeah, I got lost on purpose. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was just funny because it, it's, it's even then, it's almost like, well, well, it's, that's even too, what's the word? Too intellectual. For for the that's too deep. That's portrayed. too deep yeah. for someone yeah. as dense as yeah. you. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but yeah. it's not even that deep in general. It's like, oh, you ran away, <laughs> but you felt like, but you couldn't stay away from being there for your, you know, sisters. <laughs> you know, basically. Uh, but you know, wedding, which I thought was funny, man. But I did like how Gargano he explains, yo, he's not really a priest, and priest admits he's just there to, to party and hit the open bar, which courtesy of Cameron Grimes. Yep. And I like how he kind of you know goes, hey man, you're all right, Grimes, because they've had their stuff in the past. True, true. Uh, I love how Theory then attempts to do the high five, and Johnny says not today, gives him a big hug, and I even love how uh, while he's hugging him, he goes to priest, goes, hey man, I'm sorry about the whole ghost thing. And I'm like, man, I'm loving these long-term storytelling like bits that are kind of coming back. That if you're a real NXT fan, like you kind of yeah, remember and, these things. So and I, I think, it's a, it's a good touch, you know. Which I, this surprised me because this is black and gold 
era stuff. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. But, yeah. but it is cool, a cool little canon throwback to, I mean, at least they're not going to like totally erase everything, right? Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. Well, uh, we we go to a in-ring segment. That's, Unless they uh, fire, them, fire them all, which, fuck. Yeah, let's hope not. Yeah, <laughs> I that, yeah. I guess we'll be playing those those clips forever, you know? Or it's like, you know, they say everybody goes back to that crazy uh, NXT six-man. I was Adam, just saying, Adam, it's, the, it's just right? Ricochet, and yeah. I feel like he for is the just North counting title, now. Right? Yeah. Oh, for she's got to be man. But uh, Carmelo Hayes uh, has this interesting in-ring segment. Yeah, uh, we see him yeah, enter, uh, flanked by uh, someone I haven't seen. Or I couldn't tell if this was Ice Williams from the Indies or something. Like I, I know no, his name was... was Williams, but it's a guy named Trick Williams. And we do see Carmelo has a, he's carrying a uh, portfolio with the contract, which leads me to believe that maybe he's gonna you know make a decision or somewhat. Uh, we have Samantha Irvin, who I guess is a new correspondent with NXT. She's uh, in the ring interviewing. Hayes to much fanfare from the crowd. Uh, Hayes talks about yeah, they were giving him some love. Yeah, definitely. And he talks about winning the tournament, uh, having the juice now, uh, but now how having the juice puts a target on his back. Uh, says he'll never be caught slipping again in 2021 as he realized NXT is about a numbers game and uh, has recruited his buddy Trick. Who's about it? I guess uh, he says as long as he has the contract, everywhere he goes, Trick goes. Anytime he eats, Trick eats, and whenever he gets put on, so does Trick. So I thought that was it, a pretty good, pretty good uh, promo. I, 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 I just thought that the normal progression would have been that he would have just teamed up with Odyssey, even though I, I probably wouldn't have wanted it because I did like, yeah, whatever they were doing with that. No, it would have made more we, sense, yeah. Because uh, even even with the other dude, was he, his name was Trick Trick Williams? You said, mm-hmm. not a bad name. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like his acting, and I have to say it like that, his performance. Let me say it like that in this situation actually was pretty realistic. Yeah, I mean, yeah we've it seen people wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah, we've seen people go through that motion before, so it seemed kind of familiar mm-hmm. for him to play. Made it, you know, like yeah. it was almost like Carmelo had to show him how to throw the kicks. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, other little, than that. a little bit at the end. Yeah, but uh, Trick, he uh, he gets the mic. He tells Samantha, you know, he was born with the gift of gab and the gift of jab, which is why his punchlines hit so heavy. He says he's proud of Hayes for becoming like the golden boy of NXT, but says he's kind of has has a bone to pick with him as he doesn't understand why he's become a more humble version of who he really is, you know. And Hayes tells Trick he's right, you know, it's hard to be this good and this humble. And plus, now that he has this contract, it's a guaranteed title around his waist, and he uh, goes from calling himself the golden boy to the chosen one, you know, which I thought was kind of a transference of uh, mindset, maybe, you know. Uh, Hayes says when he uh, shoots, he don't miss, and if he chooses to pass the ball then Trick's going to receive it. Uh, while Trick uh, says that's all it is and it's all it's going to be, uh, then, you know, he shakes uh, Hayes' hand. They go to leave when Duke Hudson's music hits. And, I like um, Duke Hudson, man. I do. Uh, he in- interrupts to make his entrance for a scheduled match, uh, and he audibly tells Hayes he got lucky beating him in the tournament, and uh, and he knows it. Uh, but Hayes kind of keeps his composure and accuses uh, Trick to just leave, but Hudson kind of shrugs him off with his shoulders and continues to the ring. Trick then turns to Hayes while taking the shirt off and says, this is what I'm talking about, and it's stops today and uh, he rushes in and attacks duke from behind with a kind of a discus big boot i, I suppose yeah i don't know what he was like he the, the, the discus was i was like yo that, what's he about to wind up and do yeah yeah and, and then but I, yeah i didn't really know about the execution or what what, it, what exactly I, it threw me off a little bit but it was like it's still impressive you know for a guy his size uh hazen joins in and uh uh, him and Trick just start stomping him out before uh, he holds him up, and Hayes hits the springboard, sit out lariat that we've been seeing him do in the matches, and that kind of ends that uh, segment. Um, yeah, it was kind of definitely interesting. I thought maybe he was yeah. going to go in. I brought my boy Trick, and we're going to uh, challenge MSK for the tag titles. Mm. But I do agree. Um, I think 
if he did it with Odyssey, it would have been a better uh, natural uh, way to go with things. But I yeah. mean, because if he's still going to try to go head up by LDF, they still got one more man and a woman on him, even though he he just got one, you know. Yeah, yeah. So if you got like Odyssey, something like Odyssey who can take out the other two. Yeah, very true. You know? So. Yeah, yeah, you could do two for one. Uh, we get a um, kind of a three-part series here involving uh, – J.C. Jane, Gigi Dolan, and Mandy Rose. We see J.C. and uh, Gigi are facing Mandy, who's got her back to the camera. She's wearing a hood. And uh, J.C. tells Mandy she looks amazing. And Gigi says, you know, the old Mandy wasn't a true self and that this new look is the real her. Uh, J.C. notes, you know, it's a new NXT, and so it's a new Mandy Rose as well. And then the camera kind of pans out, and you do see uh, Mandy from behind uh, with that hood again. And uh, Gigi just says, all right, let's go do this. And they have a match, a uh, tag match against Casey and Kaden. Which you know, if you remember last week, they kind of jumped them after their last yeah, tag match. Yeah. Um. You know, and so they kind of get their receipt right away. Um. As they kind of started off bringing the fight with a running forearm and a shotgun drop kick. Uh. Early on, um. We do get that somersault leg drop by Casey as well. At one point, though, we do see Kyle because they've been periodically showing all four challenges. Yeah. See, for I the was Fatal wondering when they showed the Kyle thing because they said it, but I didn't watch this match. So gotcha, that's why gotcha. I missed it. Yeah, it was early on. It was like, because, you know, they kept showing mm. everyone what they were doing in preparation for this big main event. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, exactly. Kyle was there. He's just doing some shadow boxing. And then you just see him look up. And uh, Dunn is, comes to basically heads up. They start fighting, but Ridge comes from behind and he hits him uh, in the midsection with the baton again or the billy club. And uh, then this guy just runs in. And because there was a chair there, and he pick, picks up a chair, he kind of just walks in on what's going on, and picks up a chair and just yells like, "Hey!" You know, and chases him off, and it's just kind of like, "Who the hell is that?" But okay, oh, is that who know. ended up being that Vonda? Yeah, and I, I was I was gonna say that's Jesus. who we end up get getting, uh, you know, because uh, just to jump the gun here. Yeah, yeah I was uh, wondering William what, Regal what made doesn't. Him- that was, man, okay. Yeah, it was just kind of weird. Yeah, so he announced you know, due to that attack, Kyle was removed from the main event and uh, said the man that did uh, jump in to uh, his aid uh, would be taking Kyle's place, which is this guy, Von Wagner, which you had explained, uh, I guess, is a second-generation superstar, big yep. old some bitch. <laughs> yeah. And uh, told him to go get his boots on. But uh, go Son on of the- a Beverly brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> very true. Son of a brother. But uh, not a good brother, Beverly brother. Beverly brother. Yeah, but uh, so we, we do get this, uh, you know, this little highlight where uh, Kyle gets uh, taken out of the match. But um, uh, we do see Casey and Caden, they cannot win the match by DQ because they actually go for their finish, that uh, whole, you know, uh, swinging neck breaker 450 combo. But uh, a hooded Mandy runs down, jumps on the apron, and uh, attacks him and uh, causes the DQ before she has this big dramatic removal of her hood and reveals she's now uh, has dark brown hair. And uh, post-match, Saray runs down because, you know, she was the last one to kind of get involved. That was the big that, thing. That's yeah. why they needed to cover her head with the, with the towel two weeks ago? Well, you know, like later on, Barrett was going on about, oh, the technology and modern medicine. That broken nose is a non-issue now. You know, oh just saying gosh. stuff like that. And, when you, you know, when you're but, Mandy. But, but you, Seamus needs a mask on yeah, Exactly, right. Uh, but Saray does run down because she, I think, she was the one that hurt uh, Mandy on accident in, in the first place with that drop kick. Uh, and she kind of goes down to even the odds, and this kind of forces this match to restart as a six-woman tag. Uh, you know, where we got the faces, uh, Casey, Caden, and Saray, or Sarai, whichever one it is, going against JC Jane, Gigi, and Mandy. Uh, from the faces... It's Saray. Saray, there you go. Yeah, because they wouldn't do Sarai and Sarai. You're right, yeah. That, that would be problematic. 
yeah. for sure. If it can't be Adam Cole, Michael Cole. And I thought about it. They didn't. They didn't give Braun. Braun. His name's Bronson because they already had Bronson Reed. Yeah, there you go. I just thought about that too. Mm. My bad. Go ahead. Man, that was Bronson Breaker. I don't know. I don't know if that's even better. Breaker with two Ks is bad. I, it's I didn't horrible. Even realize like that. Breaker is a last name. Is horrible anyway. Yeah, but like, man. But uh, yeah, faces uh, on the face side, we get a diving missile drop kick and a Fisher woman suplex called by Barrett uh, by Saray. We get a, that two for one drop kick splash combo in the corner uh, that Caden likes to do along with that basement super kick she does, and a pump kick, as I said, by Casey because everybody, <laughs> every female talent does it. Because at one point, JC Jane goes for one and misses it. You know what I mean? So uh, on the hillside, we get a roundhouse kick by Dolan, a single arm scoop slam with a uh, single bicep flex at the same time by Mandy, which is new. I haven't seen her do that. It seemed like something she borrowed she, from uh, Dana Brooke. I was going to say, she said she's going back to the sexy, it was this, my sexy muscle friends. Yeah, there you go. Shout out to Oscar. I miss uh, her, man. She does hit a uh, follow-away slam as well and a sit-out wheelbarrow slam uh, And uh, from JC Jane. We get a snap suplex and a running senton, uh, but the finish comes where Mandy hits Caden with a bicycle knee smash for the win. I was going to say, she does a pump knee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that's I was why like, I was like, is that what, why yeah. we're all doing it? You know what I mean? So uh, This leads to a match of uh, where, where we see Ridge Holland taking on Drake Maverick with his new tag partner, Grayson Waller, who totally embarrassed him last time. He's in his corner. Uh, and for Maverick, he sells. Uh, Holland, he, he was on Raw, by the way. Yeah, he's back to that 24 uh, Yeah, because he, he was like consulting with like Tazawa and I heard he's got, a, he's got a plan or something. He's like, the plan wasn't the problem. It was just in the execution, gentlemen. And just walks away. Hmm. In our truth, it was your execution, Tazawa. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course, man. But yeah, Maverick just sells. Uh, Holland hits a backbreaker, turns it into an overhead uh, head arm suplex, and then we get a short arm lariat. Uh, the finish comes where Ridge hits the, I guess, what Barrett is calling the tip of the cap that snap head putt he does, and then uh, he hits him with a northern grit, northern lights driver for the win. Uh, after this, we get a backstage interview with Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, he's asked by McKenzie uh, just to rein in on uh, what he thinks about all the things that have transpired so far. Uh, and he says, you know what? If you're going to define NXT 2.0, it's filled with young, hungry talent shooting their shot. And they, uh, they all have a do-it-yourself mentality. And uh, it kind of adds, you know, he's been there, which, you know, if you guys know, you know. Uh, does clarify that the main event is not about those uh, hungry uh, talents. He's, it's about the title, as it's been 908 days exactly since he's been reunited with Goldie, and yeah. he vows to get his redemption. Uh, really like this. I, I kind of felt like from the beginning. The greatest he, love story in wrestling. Yeah, when he <laughs> said that earlier, I felt like, you know, it's time for the second chapter. I was like, Tommaso's taking it. You know what I mean? If it's not done, in my opinion. I honestly thought that Drake had a good chance. I thought they were going to go with somebody new. With the, the whole 2.0 thing, mm-hmm. I thought Drake would have been great, but then that was before the show started. And I was like, well, why the hell would he win after, you know, this kid? Mm-hmm. Which, again... Wait, sh- Drake who? What are you talking about? Uh, I'm sorry, Eli Drake. I'm still calling oh, him Drake. Oh, 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 LA Knight. Knight. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, LA yeah, Knight. You know, I almost thought that could have happened, man. Real, real talk. Um, no, nah, I'm talking about Drake, certified yeah, little yeah, boy. Uh, of course, man. You know what I'm saying? Knife talk, I'll at me. <laughs> uh, we get a vignette from a guy named uh, Tony D'Angelo. Uh, this was kind of uh, interesting. Uh, he's kind of got like It was a little Italian... too on the nose, but it was fun, uh, entertaining for me. Yeah, it was. It, 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 because, you know, you, he, he's walking down the street. It's He's talking, you know, he's in the city. He's talking about, you know. 
his, my his family, family. Yeah, his, yeah. his, in, his in, interest in the the meat the meat market, meat and market, this, and, 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 and the waste management. Yeah, and the laundry business services. Yeah, it was and, just like all, you know all, all the quintessential mafia but, fronts, but, right? But add to you know he was amateur uh, wrestling. I went to uh, uh, at a university, which is definitely where it swerved left a bit. Cause that's not something you hear from a. It's usually the street uh, smart, you know, but yeah, school yeah, smart yeah, too. The, okay, the, the, the wise guy. That's definitely what, what I hear is is kind of this wise guy type of uh, you know character. But it's it sounds like he, yeah, you know. Bit, but, but says he got smartened up. You know, says that there's no money in amateur wrestling and. He says uh, the money's in NXT, so uh, it's, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, what, what's what his he name brings. again? Tony D'Angelo. Tony, uh, that, ain't, that ain't too bad a name, yeah, actually. Not bad, yeah. I uh, mean, like, <laughs> I, I thought Rich Holland, Holland was was bad, but he he's he's kind of mm-hmm. made a name for himself. Yeah, I mean, not bad. I did. I, I kept. Oh, that's what it was. I kept thinking Parker Bordeaux was gonna come through. Oh yeah, new, but I guess his new name, which I don't know why he would change his name, is Gunner Gunnar, like Gunner with an A R Harland. And I was like, oh, so uh, so Ridge Holland Jr. Just, How just, are you going to have Harland and Holland on the same roster, bro? Just go with it. That's so weird. Uh, next, uh, speaking of, you know, big houses that got natural ability, we got the Creed Brothers. Uh, yeah, this, the is, Diamond this is cool. Taking on uh, these uh, team of uh, Dan Jarman, or Jarman, I'm not too sure, uh, and Trevor Skelly. Um. I just felt bad for these guys because it seemed like as soon as they got on camera, they knew that they were just there to do the job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, we do get or, a drop kick from Skelly that just pisses Julius off. But uh, other than that, uh, we see Brutus uh, kind of shove Jarman over the top rope to the floor. And then uh, he then picks him up in a fireman carry, like standing, and then kind of... It's like I guess it's a DVD, but it's really like a standing fireman carry into his partner who's sitting in, you know, kind of cannonballs him into his partner sitting in the corner. Uh, then Julius rushes in. They uh, hit that collider front slam that they've been doing. And then uh, we also see Brutus hit some, like, this deadlift gut rinse. And then he kind of just, I, I guess, awesome bombs him onto the top rope. It was it was kind of weird. It was it, I don't want to say it was a crucifix bomb. But it, it, it was it was like an over the shoulder kind of yeah, just, yeah. he just kind of dropped him right on the on the ropes and then we get this rolling rebound exploder by Julius as well. Uh, we see the the finish where we see the uh, you know Julius hit that cartwheel takedown he did last week and then the basement lariat for the winner as uh, <laughs> Barrett called it the unnecessary clothesline. Uh, Post match, Bivens cuts a promo about the dominance of the creeds and says, "You know, you may walk into the ring, but you will be carried out." Uh, really like that. Uh, Bivens uh, introduces Ivy Nile and uh, hypes her yeah, physique man. as she has not had a carb since '05 and was the star of NBC's Titan yeah. Games. Apparently, yeah. Uh, he begins to welcome her to the team as the newest member of Diamond Mine when Kashida's music hits, who we just mentioned earlier. Yeah. Uh, he says everyone talks too much and then tells Roddy he's ready, and uh, Bivens lays down the challenge to Kushida to finally defend his title against Roddy next week and that match gets made official uh, right during the wedding. So, uh, I mean, uh, the one thing I just wanted to say yeah. for the Diamond Mine segment is I loved it because remember I noted last week I'm like, yeah, they looks like they were trying to yeah, recruit guys from recruits. I was like, I think I saw a, a woman in the back yeah, and then the it ends up being her. I'm like, oh, the, yeah, no, I, the I, continuity, I, I love it. You I, know? I, I do like it. I think it's one of those things though where it's hard to not think like that probably would have been Marina Schaffer. You know what I mean? Yeah, I and, mean, but but to be honest, that. I'm interested to see how this turns out because she's she looks a little bit more um, the part, I guess, if you want to call it. Yeah, I just wasn't impressed with the physique. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, 
The look, look. She had a good look, like with yeah, the, hair the look. And yeah, I think yeah. the look is more what I mean as yeah. far as I mean. I, I'm, I mean, I'm gonna hold my judgment on the in ring and all that until mm. I see it. But definitely, I mean, I, I can't think of another new woman outside of maybe someone like Shayna Baszler with the same kind yeah, of look. So, yeah, you know, probably. But, yeah, as in terms of intimidation. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. Yeah. Uh, this takes us to uh, what would have been the main event. Uh, and again, <laughs> I don't know uh, what happened. Uh, I haven't I haven't looked online yet or seen if there's uh, any explanation for what was supposed to be a scheduled, uh, you know, women's title match of Frankie Monet challenging Raquel Gonzalez. I just felt like. Why would I just thought like oh we're getting two title matches to to end the match like or end the night I'm, I'm feeling spoiled you know and I thought like it'd be a wedding in between and then as it kept going I was like oh I guess not especially when the Creed brothers came in I was like I, I don't think we get in this match bro <laughs> you know so yeah I was surprised because they didn't advertise that they were going to be coming back this week so yeah and it was weird because it's they possible did their, that, that that took the place but then they did their progressive you know. Uh, what talent of the week or whatever they that sometimes that they do and it was on Raquel and there was they when they came back it wasn't like they said anything about the match you know it was almost like they're trying to act like it wasn't announced at all so anyway uh yeah this brings us to Pete Dunn challenging L.A. Knight going against Von Wagner again uh, who was replacing Kyle because I guess he had the gumption to come to his aid. I just don't get why it couldn't have just been Johnny. But anyway, and then Tommaso Ciampa. So uh, I just wrote down if someone basically hit a finish uh, done. I liked how he countered the fairy tale ending with a finger snap from the butterfly lock, you know, like position. It was just like only Dunn could do that. He does hit Ciampa with a bitter end, and we do see that rebound snap Germany likes to do. Knight hits a DDT early on, hits a BFT as well, and uh, he countered. Uh, I mean, he hits Dunn. With a BFT where he just like the crown of his head, it, it just looks shoot as as fuck, I, and that's the best way I could put it. Like it was just like holy shit. I'm be surprised if he didn't get a concussion from that shit because he like stood up headstand almost like it was bad. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, so a good impact. And then uh, at one point, I loved how Dunn went for the that triangle moonsault, uh, and he actually intercepted him by doing that running, jumping superplex. Very impressive towards the end of the match. Uh, Wagner, you know, he did get some offense in, but like he just looks very awkward, man. He looks like a former football player, and he kind of moves like such, and not the kind named Dwayne Johnson or Bill Goldberg or, <coughs> you know what I mean, Big E, <laughs> Roman Reigns. <laughs> All the good ones, you know what I mean? Did you, did you say Baron Corbin? Baron Corbin, you know, he moves more um, like a Mongo McMichael. No, uh, no disrespect, Ron, Ron Simmons. Um, oh, Ron, yeah, he's not moving like a Ron Simmons. Oh, and, and, and Bradshaw. Um, yeah, it's moving more like a Kevin Green. It's <laughs> <laughs> supposed to a Leon White. Yeah, yeah, he's, no. he's kind of. <laughs> yeah. Nah, nah, you're. Yeah. Um, it, it's but a little awkward, but yeah. I, I mean, for me, I was like, I, I, I did watch to see if he actually was tight with his uh, offense, though. Mm-hmm. And I'll give him his credit. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, it just you know, seems like he might be a little left footed because it was one of those things where I'm like, dude, a guy your size, you need to fucking bring it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So very true. I was looking to see if he was love tapping these guys or actually like bringing it to them, which is that's how it got to go. It's a four way match. We got to fucking bring it. You know exactly. What I mean? so, anyways, yeah, go ahead. Bro. Yeah, he gets a little bit of offense. He hits a lifting flatliner. Uh, he also hits an Olympic slam, uh, which for a guy his size, it definitely looked very impactful. But I'm also kind of getting tired of people hitting. The Olympic yeah, slam. just, just, I mean. I think uh, what's his name uses it for a finish now uh, Apollo. 
Oh, on on SmackDown. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But so. then you got you know Roddy who who's been doing it, and then you got him doing it now. I guess. Jeez. Well, and then uh, you got the uh, he hits this twisting butterfly suplex, which looks like it would have been his finish if uh, had not uh, someone interrupted the pin. And then Champa he hits a uh, Willow's Bell and uh, an yeah, uncharacteristic corkscrew plancha kind of. I mean, I didn't know if he he planned for it to be that, but he definitely got. I, a little I've seen extra him spin. do it before back in like the DIY days. Yeah, definitely. Like you when he's I mean? just going nuts. Yeah, yeah. exactly. One hundred. Yeah, he gets a lariat, uh, lariato party as well, and uh, hits a running knee smash. But uh, the, we see the finish where Ciampa hits Knight with the fairy tale ending for the championship win. Him and Goldie hey, but, are hey, rewarded. But, but Knight hit that. Are not rewarded, reunited, I should say. I had to give props to Knight because he hit a hell of a blunt force trauma, though. No, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. I brought like, that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, that's why I said yeah, it, he, it looked he like. He, the, yeah, yeah, like straight up, it looked like. He did a handstand. Like I, I, that's why I was like, I was surprised if he wasn't out for real. <laughs> he was yeah. like, "Hey, kid, what? <laughs> Take your chin, what?" <laughs> <laughs> or it's like, "Hey, you're the baddest, right? Yeah, yeah. Dummy. <laughs> I <laughs> had two matches, mega star. Yeah, but I do. I big am still pop. concerned about Knight taking two L's, two pins. That in was one my night, big. I know, mean, which despite like, it being because he wrestled two people, you know. But we, you know, we were we were saying, I was like, does that mean he's maybe on his way up? I don't. I don't know. That that that'd be that would be interesting. I, I did uh, did some research, and uh, the only thing I said is like it just the women's match was pulled, uh, and they knew that it was going to be not scheduled for this taping as of like early as September fourteenth. What? Then why would they even? I mean, I know it was a pre-tape, but they 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 could have just pulled it right? per, per FIFA Select. Company has been aware of the change to the September fourteenth card since Monday morning. It's uh, annoying. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's just get to the good stuff. And that is yep. the index wedding. Yep. I just put some bullets down. Um, Bunch of people who ain't never been invested in their, uh, yeah, their relationship. I thought it was cool whatever. to see Kushida in, in, in a suit at one point. That in the was background. cool. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I mean, how'd you feel about the, the zombie hanging out with Regal? <laughs> I thought almost he was just going to take like Regal, like, I'll do it. Like, I thought I was like, man, they're really going to get back to this guy. So. I was kind of glad it went somewhere else, but yeah. Order events. Um, apparently, Dexter's middle name is Gaylord. Yeah, uh, and, and which and had me thinking: Did they take both middle names from Meet the Parents? I'm trying to. I'm, my I didn't get a chance to investigate that because her middle name is Ophelia, which I thought was really funny as well. It, it's one of those things where I was like, if that doesn't say Vince, I don't know what does. But but the crowd actually. Mm. W- did didn't like you know? Ha, okay. Yeah, no, like, yeah. Even when they try to yeah. bring it up again, they weren't like yeah. yeah they, they they were trying to get. You it could tell Vince it's like, damn it. I guess I it <laughs> didn't hit. I guess I guess this this is a more mature crowd right. over it, here in NXT. Oh, yeah, it hit when I was eating my steak earlier. <laughs> my damn uh, burrito uh, wrap. Uh, of course, they asked who's giving her away. Not just Johnny Gargano, Johnny Takeover. John, you know, and of course, oh, I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, John Gargano. You know, and then he Papa John. Uh, and then he asked, of course, are you sure? Are you sure? I think it was smart to give him a mic. Very smart, uh, you know. And are you what kind of mic is that? That they, that, you know, the one that they uh, lapel, yeah, lapel. There you go. They had a few other mics and like um, uh, mic stands inside mm-hmm. there, too. Yeah, uh, he asks, uh, you know, who has the ring, and then Austin's like, We're <laughs> in the ring, silly. And then uh, we see Hickman, 
uh, reveal he's yeah. got the rings because he's revealed as Austin's guy. Apparently, of course they, yeah, of course they, you know, ask if anyone objects, and a lot of people tend to raise their hand. Dude. Which what's funny that none of it wasn't Larray or Johnny; it was yeah, other yeah. people. And then I loved how Loomis just kind of flashes this freshly sharpened hatchet that's hanging from the, his inside jacket pocket. The, o- the only thing with that which was I was surprised is... that that flew. I didn't think they'd let that go like that. You know, well, I mean, I, I do because they they got Drew waving a big ass sword on. Uh, that's true. But yeah. the one thing I was also going to say is because um, if you notice, the crowd kind of booed because he showed it to everyone but the their crowd. side. Yeah, so yeah. they didn't even see what was going on. Yeah, I like how Austin, he was like, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, like he was selling it too. He was like, uh, I got the hatchets on deck. Man. Why would I lie? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yeah, especially with those eyes, right? Uh, of course, they go to the exchange of vows. Uh, she says, you know, people thought you are a creep, but you're my cuddly teddy bear. You're not a stalker. You're just a caring man with a well-groomed mustache and tight clothes who never takes his eyes off me. <laughs> Uh, you're not. A, they say you're a freak. I say, damn right, he's a freak. He's yeah. my freak. Uh, you'd never lose a staring contest. And as uh, she talks about this time, I guess he snuck in her room uh, while the Garganos were were asleep, and they just gasp in disgust. <laughs> I really like how this was playing out. Uh, Loomis slightly shakes his head, like Mm-mm, that didn't happen. Mm-mm. Like you know, uh, Loomis he uh, is asked <laughs> to give his 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 his, his uh, vows, and he gives a thumbs up. Uh, the priest tries to get more out of him, though, and uh, for his buck, he gets a Dylon special, I would say. Yeah, he did. Uh, you know, walks right into a... a uh, the two close <laughs> yeah, exactly, that's exactly what it was. Uh, then they go around trying to see who will step in. At first, they're trying to get Johnny. He's like, no way. They look at Regal. I thought it was going to be Regal. Which that makes look sense because he was the like the look on his face took me back to the attitude era, bro. I yeah, was it, like, it really did because what got me though was he was like, no, I'm not going to cancel the wedding. It started here, it's so it flourished here, and this is where we're going to have it. And now it's like, oh, oh nah, you know, it's starting to put your money where your mouth is. And he's like, uh, no, I'm cool, you know. And uh, of <laughs> and course, the zombies just like, uh, yep. Uh. And uh, <laughs> of course, Beth Phoenix steps in and uh, yep. she notes she just got ordained just in case. And I just love how Johnny goes, of course, oh, uh, very convenient, very convenient. Yeah, yeah let's, let's get this along. Let's get, you know, <laughs> like it's all these little See, and then that's what fourth I, wall that, that's what I hated thing. about it yeah it was just like uh, come on just go but, I think it was great to have everyone you know have yeah, fun because I mean, he's like alright let's cut to the chase yeah and then Andre Chase who no one likes these days <laughs> I, mean, I mean he just he didn't have a, a lot of time in the tournament he's been used to put people over he gets up and says eh, somebody say Andre Chase and literally Johnny says no one said that like nobody at all and then he Goes, oh, well, this could be a teachable moment, but he gets intercepted by Odyssey, who really earns his groomsman stripes, I guess. <laughs> it's surprised they made a thermal that big, though it looked like he was kind of, they added on to like Kurt Angle's she- discarded shield. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. Shield, you know, but uh, Beth. Oh, man. <laughs> they really I'm did. Sorry, God. That was, that was good. Uh, that Beth was... continues the service. Death do his part from natural causes, of course, not a hatchet or something. And then she asks the same from Loomis, uh, who kind of just has a stare. She attempts to step in for him, but then he goes and covers her mic and finally breaks his silence with an with a well spaced out I do to much fanfare, especially from Cameron Grimes. He was like head banging. I don't know if you yeah. saw that. So yeah. uh and of course kiss the bride. He sold it. He sold it. Yeah, 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 definitely. And we get a good finish. And you know what? I will say this. Um I'm not mad that he broke his silence just for that because it's in one of those things where he the thumbs up worked. And he did it twice, but it wasn't going to work the whole way. And and it's yeah, like, you yeah. know what? Some people might poo-poo it and go, why? Why would they not save it? Well, you know, for you know, for a storyline like this and blah, blah, you know. But I just feel like, you know, for people that get mad at long-term storytelling, voila, you know, at the same time. And 
Let's just see where it goes, you know. And I mean, and, and he doesn't have to talk every week, you know. I just thought or it was, at all anymore. It was cool for one that a we finally got a wedding that I mean, even though there were some shenanigans, like I said, yeah. it still went it went through without a hitch. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, usually there's like somebody trying to either drop a three minute warning on somebody or a two minute warning or whatever. Yeah. Fuck, you know what I mean? Or, oh yeah. Or, or or it's Kane that's trying to like steal somebody's girl. There's oh, yeah. always some. You there's know always mean? something, and just like you said, because so, uh, we pan out. From this moment. Yeah. And we see the newly crowned Tommaso Ciampa. He's watching the Love Fest backstage live on the monitor when he's Braun like, Breaker like, walks up. Good job, Johnny. Good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you you were, did you, it. Yeah, you raised him good. You did it. One day for Boilo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's like, oh, God, I'm so proud of that guy and his <laughs> fake son. And oh, his fake yeah, daughter. Exactly, man. <laughs> uh, but uh, they, they, the, the two, yeah, Braun Breaker walks in uh, and uh, the two yeah, kind of exchange congratulatory remarks for their respective victories for the night. And uh, Champa goes to shake his hand and uh, he purposely stares at Goldie instead before collapsing his hand into his and exchanging. I would say aggressive Deep grunts. breathing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With Tommaso Ciampa instead to uh, like, kind of end the show. It's like, you good, bro? Yeah, yeah, it's like, uh, uh, mm, I don't Which yeah. is, that's what I was going to say. Like, it's crazy that he low-key started and ended the show. Mm-hmm. Like, like, And he was in the middle, too, with that promo about young, hungry talent. And, you know, but it's not about that. It's about, you know, and so I, I think that's why, you know, mm. it's. It, it was. Uh, he seems to be one of the curiously timed the and, centerpieces that they're trying to. Yeah, and you know they keep calling him Old Man Champa, or, or is that us? <laughs> no, 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 so, no, yeah. no. They call him Old, old Man Champa. Yeah. So get the fuck off my lawn. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, man. <laughs> he is NXT, like he said. I mean, he started yeah. started the night. I mean, that, so. that, that's why it's crazy here about the Gargano news. I'm wondering where that leaves Champa. What he wants to do. I mean, yeah. I, I know he doesn't want to wrestle forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Obviously, because of his body, he wants to. You know, so I, if he were to retire in NXT, I'm. You know, that'd be cool. I, I would but, say this. But the tag team thing, I think, would be the, yeah. the best bet for both of them. Yeah, I, I think um, because they're at a point where I think they've done everything. Well, Champa hasn't won North American title. I don't even know if he cares to be a Triple Crown, but he's not christian to, to johnny's edge in any right yeah, you know he, what i mean like he's the, a multi-time yeah. tag and world champ exactly yeah for sure so you I know mean, what i mean he's, and he's brought a lot of value to hundred i was gonna you say I mean? and, and and help build a lot of stock in other guys it, as well exactly and i mean cause yeah. do you remember when he even started like when he turned on johnny i remember thinking like man but why, why? like how yeah is he we were be? so upset because yeah. we were like diy could have been so big on the main roster and, right and, and, and we were and thinking just, like the, neither of those guys fit the bill of a single star to us. So we're At like the time. Yeah. yeah and so yeah. We th- well, I really thought they were just going to get lost. And I thought that was one of the, the first mistakes NXT made. And like, yeah. look at them now. They're like equally both top faces, top heels. They're, and, they're and, tweeners. And, you know and, what and, I mean? And, 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 and both as valuable yeah. to the build and brand of what has become up till now. I'll say this. Um, like, if they leave NXT – I wouldn't mind if they went somewhere and just did a tag run and then called well, it. You know what I mean? I, I was or gonna, if they I was ended say, NXT on a tag run, wouldn't be like, that either. Like, I mean, if they did go come up to a, like a SmackDown or one of these shows that are missing tag teams, they could be on some like new school um, Brian Kendrick, Paul London type shit. Yeah, they could. You know actually, what I mean? Yeah. Just because they were smaller but have a record breaking. Like, dude, them them versus like the New Day would be dope. I was just thinking that. Them you know what I mean? New Day, them versus the Dirty Dogs. That. Would be good. That would be good. I mean, mm. them versus um, possibly, I don't know how, how long they're going to be a thing or a tag. Uh, uh, Styles and 
Omas. Omas yeah. uh, chopping. You know, they not like they haven't been against Giants before in yeah. AOP. Mm-hmm. Um, but like War Raiders, they. I mean, yeah. they they've each probably been in the ring with one of those guys during NXT. I don't, they weren't a tag team at the time. Probably probably in like ROH or, or some PWG shows too. Yeah, for for, sure. yeah, definitely. So I think that could be an interesting. It'd be, matchup yeah, it'd be as really well. dope. I, I'm like I said. Other than that, I'm just waiting on uh, when he has to put over a. Uh, uh, Austin Theory on the way out, but you know, yeah, I feel that, and I think Champa is just gonna be that guy. That's, I think, I'm not mad at him winning the title, but besides Dunn, maybe getting it because he's still sort of young. He he, kind of, he could be the flag bearer of this new era versus Champa, who's like old man torchbearer. You know what I mean? And yeah. gatekeeper, like, and him having the title as a gatekeeper makes a lot of sense too. So no, him you know. for sure, because he, if he is going to leave, he's going to, it's like one of those stories that tells itself, like I'm making sure that I leave and put this up, place. Yeah. Not in only, good hands. And, yeah. yeah. In good hands, but better than when I, than it was when I left it. You yeah. know what I mean, like I, I just want to make sure that this is going to be, you yeah. know, beneficial type of thing. So definitely. But anyways, man, that's a uh, NXT yeah. 2.0, 2.0, 2.0. 2.0. Yeah. Uh, we're going to pay bills real quick and then come right back with that new Dynamite coverage. And, um, yeah. Yeah. You right back? We back. Hey, what's going on, man? Quincy Jones going. You already know if you heard this, I'm bringing you the latest, the flyest. I'm just talking about the best in the damn merch game. Storyline T's back with another one, man. It ain't nothing new. You should already know by now, man. First, it was the Roman T. They got the almighty Lashley T. Now, he got to drop something special for all elite. CM Punk is back. And so, they had to come through with the red, the white, and the black celebrating it all. Right from Chicago, the United Arena. They got the Chicago Bulls-inspired T, man. They got three colorways. White with the red and the black trim. Black with the red and the white trim, which is what I got. You know, it matches that Quincy Jones Go aesthetic. But also, they got the red with the black and the white trim. Go ahead. Get your orders in now, man, because I'm saying these are fitting to sell out if they haven't already. But let them know Quincy Jones sent you. Storyline Tees, the best in the merch game right now. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? Yep. Yep. What's going on, y'all? Man, I feel like um, I'm in a whole nother dimension here. I mean. It doesn't look like the doctor's office. You know, I just, the portal was open and then I was like, come on home. Why not? Right. Come yeah. on home to AEW. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> we just uh, walked through the forbidden door over to Quincy's uh, we're, we're, we're quarantine the... and, and catering. You know, meaning uh, people can chill, get something well, to I eat. Well, I guess you could drop the quarantine part because it's not uh, a yeah, quarantine season. Is I guess not it's the, on right well, now. I so won't say it's over. It's not on. We'll take the quarantine out and, and trade it in for creative because yep. this is like kind of the home dungeon here yeah. where we get shit done. Uh, speaking of which, studios, baby. check out uh, the brand new video I just did for uh, Go. Coast Federation, they got a event coming yeah. this Saturday, actually the day after this drops. But, um, you know, I'm about to get into Dynamite. And before I do, I did want to uh, bring up the fact that there was one thing in the media scrums that I don't think you brought up, Mr. Dr. Haha. Oh, let's see. Let's uh, see. I did read recently that Tony Khan was talking about Adam Cole, and he was like, he scared the shit out of him initially. You and, know and, what's and funny? I I just heard about that, but I didn't get a chance to hear why. So the context like is, yeah. is he said the Wednesday Night Wars, and, okay. and when you think about it, he's really the only guy 
who majorly like made the jump. Yeah, at, who was actually a part of trying to be in that Wednesday Night War because mm. you know the Miros and yeah. these are guys who got released. They weren't really and on. They it. were from more main roster than they were from NXT. Right? Yeah, I think he might be the only guy from NXT that's crossed. That's over. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, and, and, okay. and so in that he was saying in the Wednesday Night Wars so far I'll they say. they did. I think the number was 23 and one that they won, and the one. Yeah. Was Adam Cole. That's right. So yeah. he was like, he was the only one that he felt was the major threat on that show. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they have him now, it's like, damn, I didn't even think about that. You know what I mean? The way he, he was saying, like, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, you know, nah. that's that's like, that's like, hey, man, we lost one battle so far in this war. And we like actually want to recruit you to be one of our generals. Like, what's good? <laughs> and yeah, but it's, but yeah. when you think about it, it's such a smart move. It like, is. It, it really, really, it really yeah. is. So. But I'm glad everything worked out. I mean, it doesn't hurt that your uh, your friends are also helping to run the company and oh, yeah. getting some things over. But you know what? We start the night off. Uh, CM Punk uh, actually starts the show by coming out to the roar of the raucous New Jersey crowd, uh, including another dive into the fans before joining Tony Jr. in a, a, a returning Excalibur. He's got to stop commentary. doing that if he wants to stop getting those like. You know, brain dead. I don't say brain dead, but clueless drunk fans that are like, <laughs> see, I feel like there's gonna be somebody. Right, that's yeah. gonna be like, no, fuck that. You heard me, punk. <laughs> he's gonna be and in Milwaukee. Shank, we're, shank, we're, like we're bruised or non-negotiable. Like, bro, he's he's gonna have to start like, watch some incident's gonna happen. Yeah, he's, gonna he's be like, like, that was my brother. You elbowed that night, you dick. They're gonna start putting up like he safe, didn't have money to replace glass. the glasses. <laughs> Yeah. Like he's gonna have to wear like hockey jerseys with like uh, the padding underneath it. Either that, or they're gonna like you know, plexiglass the aisleways so he doesn't do that'd it. Be, oh, that would be <laughs> such a such a, th- a, a one eighty from how they're, yeah. they're they're receiving him now. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I, that was worth noting as far as the intro and getting into the Adam Cole stuff because we start off with Adam Cole, babies, mm-hmm. uh, first in ring AEW debut mm-hmm. uh, versus Frankie Kazarian. Um, who was no slouch. Obviously, these guys have uh, multiple years' experience uh, wrestling each other from Ring of Honor. Um, but, you know, I, it was I, funny, too, because I, I, I had a feeling like that's where he was going to start with the people that are launching this, like, I don't know, some sort of group against this battle against the, the super elite. You know what I mean? They're so. like, you guys aren't even a real group. <laughs> you don't even have a name. Yeah, seriously. We have, we have trademarks pending of names we haven't even dropped yet. Exactly, man. But wait till the matches are. Yeah, yeah, wait. Just wait. <laughs> uh, Cole comes out. First thing I noticed is jacket looked very similar to Britt Baker's. Uh, Boom. Uh, I did like because Punk, okay, Punk, I didn't realize was going to be on commentary, at least from before. Obviously, I'm, I don't want to jump ahead. Something does happen, but it seemed like he was going to be on on commentary all night, and yeah. I enjoyed it to yeah, be honest. I, I saw that. Uh, yeah, he was listed as guest announcer for the night. So yeah, I didn't realize. I thought it was going to be maybe for like a certain match, like a Team Taz match or something was going to oh, happen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's how they usually do it. You they know pepper I mean? it in. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's why I was surprised he started the night off like right and then went straight to the to the table, but. Um, he said that, you know, he talked about not knowing Cole a whole lot, uh, but says that he has been around long enough to see his fingerprints, talking about himself, in wrestling. And says, Cole started in his business because of someone like me. Says, Cole is one of the men that he wants to step in the ring with in AEW. So this is some interesting stuff that if you were kind of just speeding through for the action, like you were missing him dropping some real gems, talk-worthy yeah. gems, yeah, and, and stuff that you're like, oh, he did say this at one time, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, things that can uh, come back. Absolutely, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They don't have to try to make it out of thin air like the Suzuki shit, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Cole tries to run in with the patented pump kick, but Frankie counters with a headlock takeover, walks through Cole with the shoulder block as well. Uh, Adam Cole gets back on the offensive, though, as he slows down Kazarian on the outside. 
Uh, Cole takes a bow in front of the crowd before getting caught in a slingshot guillotine lay drop from Kaz, or I should say Vintage. Mm-hmm. Um, tries to follow up with a sunset flip, uh, but Cole rolls through and hits the pump kick finally. Follows with some mounted punches and uh, goes right into a rest hold. He uses both of them, pump kick and super kick. He did. Uh, Kaz uh, fights back and evades Cole as uh, he locks in a submission. I, I, and I said it because I didn't know what it was. I just wrote a submission. Mm-hmm. Looked like a kind of a spin on that dungeon lock that uh, Tyson yeah, Kidd Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I saw that. Done. Yeah, crossed arms, But it was that, like yeah. he had like a leg grapevine, but also was cho- it was weird. Yeah. It, was, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but effective, you know. Definitely. Uh, Cole battles back, hits the Ushigoroshi neckbreaker for a two count. Um, Cole hits the signature HBK tune-up. Uh, tuning up the band and goes for the big super kick, but Kaz uh, reverses into a Chaos Theory German suplex for a near fall. Uh, Kaz then hits the running knees in the corner. Uh, Elijah Burt style, got to shout him out. Mm. Uh, to Cole's back as he tries to set up for the crossface chicken wing. Uh, Cole counters into a pin as Frankie kicks out and walks right into a super kick yeah. for another near fall. Uh, Cole then goes for the Panama Sunrise, but Kaz counters with an Alabama Slam, which I thought he was low key going to go for the, uh, I forgot what he used to call it. Because he used to do that, the reverse, uh, oh, before yeah. Hangman yeah, did the dead eye. Hangman, yeah. yeah, I forgot what it was called. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was like, man, he he just did the Avalanche Spanish fly not too long ago. Too. Yeah, he, I was like, he no, really pulled no, out I've been that. really enjoying these Kaz matches. Yeah, definitely. Uh, he hits the the running springboard leg drop, another yes, vintage does. move for man. a near fall. Uh, Cole and Kaz trade shots, getting back to their feet as Cole hits the last shot for an or as they call the last shot, the uh, the knee kneecap brainbuster. Well, I, he called it the complete shot. Yeah, that's I why was I was saying. like, yeah. I was like, well, is that then it's the complete shot, not the complete shot in a flatliner? No, I, I think it was just you know because uh, mal- there was a few at the jargon junction. You know what I mean? Like I like that. Yeah, because there he added a little. Uh, it don't matter anyway. Yeah. Uh, hits the complete shot, quote unquote, for another uh, close <laughs> fall. But the finish comes when Kaz tries for another slingshot guillotine uh, on the apron, but Cole evades and hits the Panama Sunrise before pulling down the knee pad, hitting the last shot knee for the win. And I put that in quotes because I don't know if that's going to be the name of that uh, either. Yeah. Um, because obviously, the, you know, we're not using the accolade for Miro. It's the the game, game over. over. Even yeah. though he could, he, I mean, he could be calling the. Uh, the Miro Redeemer instead of the, mm. the, the Steiner Recliner. Yes, man. <laughs> no. Jeez. Uh, post-match here, uh, Cole grabs the mic, asks for, uh, he, he's pretty much asking everybody the magical question, who's ready for story time but add a Cole, baby? I am. I oh, am. I knew you'd be. Uh, <laughs> says hope is a dangerous word, and a, oh, I'm sorry, a dangerous thing, and says that the AW locker room hopes they can keep up with the elite, but says that uh, he's only been here a short time, and... You know, three guys he's already having uh, that's already have uh, gotten under his skin, uh, as he names Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Jungle Boy, challenge them to a trios match on Grand Slam Rampage, which uh, it is going to be a two-hour special for Rampage uh, against him and the Bucks, uh, aka the Super Click is back, baby, and there's nothing they can do about it. And so that's not this Friday. That's next Friday's next Rampage. Friday, oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. They had me pumped for. I was like, man, they they really it's they things. stacking up next week. They yeah. really are. Mm-hmm. Uh, from here, we had a uh, Lucha Brothers pre-tape promo. Uh, a returning Butcher and the Blade look to challenge the Lucha Bros for the Tag Team Championships, essentially. I don't know how, because they have not been in contention, because they have not wrestled any tag matches since they haven't been a tag team until yeah, now. Yeah, I felt like when uh, Butcher showed up in the, uh, what is it, the buy-in, that was his first time. Oh, did he show I didn't know he the, showed up in yeah, the buy-in. Yeah, at the okay. very end. I like, missed that. And he kept okay. doing this thing where, he, I don't know if you saw him do it, you put like the V 
like underneath his neck, like like almost like it's supposed. To, I don't know if it's supposed to be like he's gutting your throat out or something. Hmm. I don't. It's like this new thing he was doing, like in terms of a taunt. I don't know. He, did it, he did it in the promo. He's, he's, so. he's turkey necking. Turkey necking. There you oh, go. Man, it's crazy. Turkey neck. Uh, said they used to be a family, but now they got the gold. And what you're seeing are two of the baddest and meanest mother effers. Uh, Penta says. Penta says. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Friday. Uh, you're gonna have to bleed, sweat, and cry um, in order to take these titles from him. So, boom. Yeah, you know, goes back to that promo we said before about how they, uh, you know, shed blood, sweat, and tears. So. Oh yeah. From here, we had a Fuego del Sol uh, mm-hmm. backstage interview with Tony Schiavone and Sammy Guevara. Live. Yeah. It was kind of weird. Though. I didn't understand this unless maybe they've been playing on this on Dark because they definitely haven't been playing on this on uh, no. Sammy Guevara vlog. So. Uh, he challenges Miro essentially one on one one more time for the TNT Championships and puts his car on the line that I'm guessing, based on the way he said it, he bought with you know from you know money that he earned from the new oh, contract, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, he's gonna put the car on the line. Uh, CM Punk on air says he needs to teach these young kids about the dangers of gambling. Yeah, uh, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, definitely. You know these straight edge guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, from here we had the MJF promo. Ross calls him uh, the blister on the ass of life to Punk's amazement as he pops as uh, mm-hmm. their creative freedom on TNT. <laughs> yeah, like, we got to like that here on TNT? Yeah, we get, uh, Yeah, we can get creative. That shit was funny. <laughs> uh, Ross starts off, uh, oh, I'm sorry, uh, not Ross, MGF, starts off by calling uh, New Jersey the armpit of America, uh, makes some weird references about Bruce Springsteen, Taylor Ham, and New Jersey Devils sucking as hard as uh, the Jersey Shore Skanks, which, again, I'm like, all right, Mm-hmm. Here we go with the the terrible heat. Um, it seems like I was, and that maybe maybe it's more desperate heat. Like it's just too obvious. I guess you know. I, it just feels like they're trying to there's old school them back in, and like, then there's like, obvious. Like there's too it's too I, easy yeah, sometimes. You I know? Get, yeah, I, I guess we'll know if like if he's gonna be stopping in every city. You know, obviously this was to lead to the next part. You know, which I won't jump on. But yeah, I just hope he doesn't go on like a I'm gonna trash every city I'm in tour because then that'll really feel like okay, dude, I, I, you can do this before a match. Like McGrew I think this does is. It, or you can, like, I'd rather you do it before a match, basically. I think, I think he's just doing it now because it's leading up to, after this New York uh, show, they got the Long Island show. Yeah, it's very which true. Is, so maybe that's why he's doing it. Yeah. Uh, so he can talk about how great Long Island is and then still diss them for some reason. Yeah, because mm. uh, that's how it goes. Uh, terrible heat, anyways. But goes on to address the, the talk of fans feeling he went too far in his promo last week, uh, referring to Brian Pillman's mother, uh, you know, in obviously methany and all that yeah. stuff. Says he doesn't care, but calls himself the salt of the earth and that he's a religious man and says he's going to have a talk with the late, great Brian Pillman as he pantomimes a conversation with his spirit. And I wrote eye roll, uh, horrible heat, uh, as he starts looking up before interrupting himself and then looking down and insinuating that actually he's in hell. Mm. Uh, refers to his wife as methany again and tells his spirit to tell his son at the show up the Queens uh, next week or he's going to massacre him, which I was like, oh, oh, all right. Uh, says the... the, uh, the was, oh, says the fans can chant for him all they want, uh, but uh, it's pretty obvious that he's better than him, and uh, he goes to finish the line. But Pillman Jr.'s music hits. MGF tells Warlow to go meet him at the ramp, thinking he'll get you know get the cut him off at the entrance. But Pillman actually gets to jump on MJF, or so I thought, because he slides in through the back door with a steel chair in hand and takes forever to even want to use it. Uh, as Warlow, <laughs> Warlow has enough time to hop back in the ring and stop him. Uh, that's how long it took. Pillman tries to uh, take him out, but Wardlow lets him know that he uh, pretty much done fucked up. <laughs> Pillman accepts his fate and obliges the fight anyways as he outsmarts him with the low bridge as he comes running towards him and uh, gives dumped out on the outside for the pop. Uh, now it's pretty much uh, it. But it was weird because I guess from here, they they like played footage of an earlier sit-down he had with Jim Ross. Yeah. Um, you know, Jim Ross starts with saying... 
He remembers the day his dad called him, you know, on the phone to tell him he was even going to have a son. Uh, but says that, you know, last week they were in Cincinnati and, you know, they left the arena. He said he felt the uh, extremely embarrassed yeah. for, for him and his, and his father's legacy leaving the arena. Tells him he really has a chance here to redeem himself and says for the for his family's sake, we need to see uh, MJF get his ass kicked. Brian says uh, Jim knows more about his family's history than anybody will and agrees that last week he felt like he let his father down. Uh, but says that while MJF woke up the Egypt, uh, woke up to Egyptian cotton and a silver spoon, he was out fighting for his life. Says that they are not the same and will prove that he has never been in the ring with someone like him. Says that he may have cleaned up and appears to have be uh, more put together and finished school and made it through, but that his upbringing was absolutely feral. Uh, which I, I dig the word. I mean, obviously, you know, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Ballin oh, yeah, yeah. has one of them vocabs. <laughs> Says he uh, he doesn't know what he uh, he doesn't even know what he's lost or the adversity he's been through. But says next week he's not just stepping in the ring with any man; he's stepping in the ring with a pillman. So. Yep. Um, but I with think a pill man. But I feel like <laughs> any man with two hands as a pill man mm-hmm. now, has a fighting chance. Man, see, I I, I put it like this. No, the way you space it out, I'm just waiting for MJF to call the the, the pill yeah. man. You know, and all that mm-hmm. shit. Um, I am interested in this. I just hope. I mean, because there's been a lot of people on commentary verbally, vocally, I should say, saying that maybe he's putting a little bit too much pressure on himself. Ooh, pillman. Uh, pillman Jr. I mean, yeah, it's one of those things where I, I mean, I hope we get a good payoff out of it. Either way, uh, I would assume MJF will get the better of him and but make him look good in doing it is uh, what where I think the direction is going. But yeah, I, I, I at the same time I get you too because like his main event was a little bit, I'll say a little bit uninteresting last last Friday, you know, and and then it just it needed mocks at the end to get like the hometown pop. Which I was like, uh, okay, you know, and I thought maybe that would lead to a tag match or something, but um, I don't know, man. Like, like I, I just don't know. I mean, him coming in with the chair and it's like, you know, you're not really using it to wallop anybody right away. Like, I get you got to play white meat baby face, which is but your dad right. would have just swung on him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. E- even if it meant like you, um, you just missed him. Like, yeah, it, we just need to see more of a killer instinct from yeah. a guy that's from the land of badasses. You know, yeah, so. those are his words. Yep, those are his words. So from here we had a backstage interview. Everybody was shooting tonight, bro. Yeah, they were. Uh, from here we had a backstage interview with Jurassic Express with Marvez, Jungle Boy. Actually, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he pipes up first. Cuts a promo about all the fuss about Adam Cole and the Elite, which would be a good match, him and Jungle Boy. Yep. I think that'd be kind of mm-hmm. dope. Uh, but says he has better friends than him. He has better hair than him. And then he he goes to speak further, but Christian interrupts him, telling him he actually has good friends as they're EVPs who were able to throw him a lifeline to drag his sorry ass out of developmental. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marco Stunt trying not to laugh. And I get it because he was just there. But yeah, still. but it's like, it, I mean, was it or I mean, why were y'all going to war with developmental then? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, says he, it, it's, I don't know. I'm over here getting invested. Says he already, uh, he's already used. Uh, oh, he's already used to losing Wednesday night wars, but that he can add a Friday night to that as well as they accept the trails match challenge for Rampage. Uh, another little shot there, um, and then you know Triple H is just still crying. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it, I don't know. I mean, it was now they're it talking about me on TV. It wasn't mad. It wasn't bad, but I wonder if the developmental too was not so much calling NXT developmental as much as calling it now because it's riddled with new faces. It now. is more. I mean, it's. it's it, I guess people as people it, say, it, it's back to what it was supposed to be. Yeah, a lot of yeah. people said it's it's got a real FCW baseline to it now. Which it really is does. Not yeah. bad, it's, but. No. 
but it wasn't on TV at that time. Yeah, and, and not to so. take away so much. I, I was thinking about this. It's like they're not going to turn every diehard golden black fan, uh, fan no. overnight. No. Because they fell in love with what it became, not what yeah. it was before necessarily. Yeah, you saw that Sami Zayn post? I of, did. Yeah, how I it did. started, how it really started, yeah. and how it's going. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Anyway, we had Dante Martin teaming up with Matt Seidel. Uh, versus FTR, which I love the uh, the the you know consistent appearances now from FTR. Yeah, and I love that they brought back out those uh, tights that honor uh, Bobby. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did. I, I wrote. I started to write that, but I was like, well, we've seen it before. I don't know if it's worth. Yeah, but uh, the ring, uh, yeah, ring introductions, but no entrance music, which yeah. I was kind of like. But they did get some time though. They did. They did. Uh, side out tries for the roll up on Dax to start the match. Uh, lands a few arm drags uh, that disorientate uh, Dax as Dante tags in as they hit the double drop kick. Dante tries for a springboard attack on Dax, but Cash on the apron kicks his leg out from under him and sends him crashing to the outside. I uh, love how Punk puts over FTR and called Tully the uh, the actual third member of FTR. Yeah. Um, even even name dropped his father too. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cash tags in uh, and isolates Dante. As he uses the rest hold. Fear the rest hold. Mm-hmm. Uh, the FCR tries for the the double team, but Dante evades and makes the hot tag in the side down, which is weird because it was like a, a hot tag earlier than they had another hot tag later. Yeah. Uh, who comes in lands some jumping knees, some savat kicks. Uh, before hitting a double team dive attack with Dante on FTR on the outside, and they go into picture in picture. Boom. Uh, FTR takes Sidel to the body shop and showcase the mechanics. Uh, Sidel shows some life with the uh, small package, but quickly falls victim again to the double team and quick tags of FTR. Uh, Dante then gets the blind tag in and flies with a huge shotgun drop kick. Cleans house with a series of drop kicks as well. He and Cass trades uh, pinning combinations back and forth before we get a spot where we get simultaneous pinning combinations from both Seidel and Martin. Uh, stereo kickouts, uh, but the finish comes when Dante uh, attempts to stalk Dax on the outside of the ring, but Dax pretty much suckers him in back into the ring as FTR hit the big rig out of nowhere for the win. Uh, Punk's, uh, Punk says a lot, uh, uh, oh, he says a lot of guys play cosplay, but that FTR are the real deal. Yeah. That was a good angle they got that big rig on, too. I was just like, ooh, man. I like how they show... Oh, by the way, did you know that? I guess they originally had heat when they were still in NXT from uh, Jericho. For Really? Yeah, I, I realized... I guess he had a tweet uh-huh. about them, like, talking shit, like, oh, about really? them stealing his move. Yeah, saying that... Oh, really? Okay, yeah. I didn't realize... Okay, I, yeah, that's why I was, I was just trying to get some context. Got you. That what makes you mean, a little bit more sense. It's Codebreaker. It's, 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 no, 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 I get that, but we say it's a tweet. It's like, well... At the time he took it's a break, Jericho, it's like Jericho bro. takes a lot of breaks. It's Jericho, so you know what the tweet is looking mm, like. Nah. He stole his move, also the flapjack as well. Apparently, <laughs> I invented that as well. I mean, he he kind of, like, he did it, he used to do it back in the day, but mm. uh, commentary discusses the quote-unquote Suzuki incident. Uh, Punk calls it a delicate situation, which I felt like he was being kind of sarcastic. Definitely. But I wasn't too sure. Uh, you know, something that they take seriously in AEW calls Suzuki a pioneer in pro wrestling and says the long and short of it is that he felt disrespected from having his entrance music cut off. Um, and then from here, we got a pre-tape promo where Lance Archer is there and he's speaking on Suzuki's behalf with Suzuki, who's actually standing there next to him as well, claims that uh, the match that they had was unfair due to uh, Mox being in the home city and accuses him of having like the crowd and the refs on his side. I'm like, what does that even mean? Yeah, I, I, I like I don't he could have said that same shit without being there was nothing about it that was fair. It's like life ain't fair, Lance Archer. But, you but, wanna but, like destroy things. But, That's not fair. But like, also it's like for you to speak on, on Suzuki's behalf, Suzuki 
just wants to destroy things. Yeah, and he and, ain't gonna be like shit ain't fair. He's going to get yeah, even. Like yeah, like between the two of them of their their general natures as on screen characters versus Lance Archer is a monster heel or whatever he is. I don't want to hear you say something's unfair, but yeah, that was weird. Yeah, yeah like we all know you had the refs in your pocket. Yeah, and it doesn't even come off like that. It's just when you say unfair, it's like oh, you just be yeah, you, yeah, you just yeah, humanized yourself. Oh, like, is it a screw job or what's going yeah, on? Yeah, exactly, oh, it's the yeah. entrance music that threw you off. Oh, right. oh, there you go. Archer calls out Moxley and Kingston in a tag match uh, in New York against Suzuki Goon. You'll be getting a treat over there. It's it's popping. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got. I definitely have the the matches oh, later. But I was like shocked because it was funny because I was talking. I was I was like, man, how come Rampage? Get? I'm like, oh shit, Rampage is the same night. <laughs> I was like, oh fuck, I get to see this yeah, shit. I didn't realize that. I, I when, even when they advertised it, they made it sound like four hours over two nights. Like I was like, oh okay, yeah, because it's it's two nights of two hours of re- or you know. But oh, yeah, I, I think about it, it shouldn't be four hours, right? Is Rampage an extra hour this week? Yeah, that's what they said. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's for the okay. I kept thinking like that's it's only three, but okay, cool. That and then makes sense. and then in the, the scheduled Doc Lesnar live performance as yes, well. Sir. Uh lights go out as Malachi Black makes his way down to the ring. Uh starts by addressing the residents of the House of Black mm-hmm. and says that they have an enemy in their midst as the camera pans to Rosario Dawson. What's yeah. up, girl? What's 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 up, girl? Standing front row, clad in American Nightmare wait, team wait, gear. Wait, what's up, girl? What is, well, hey, but for real, but what is up? Yeah. Girl. Uh, she is one of Cody's co-stars, uh, as well as one of the judges on the Go Big Show. If you guys didn't know, now you know. Brandy's understudy, apparently. Watch out. Cody, really? Cody, Cody's uh, got a type. I, I no. mean, she, she, I, don't, I mean, maybe she's would well, she teach another rear naked choke she fell victim yeah, yeah, to? Yeah. Ooh! Ooh! Black then steps out the ring to confront her as Rosario actually jumps the barricade herself. Yeah. Uh, we see Cody making his way through the crowd, which I was like, why wouldn't you come through the like? I, I just you're in a suit, yeah, and you're coming through the crowd like you I, always, like. It, just, it's one. Of are those, you in a skybox watching? Like, I think what it was was he. We haven't seen him since he got his head kicked off and had the match and put put him over in that fashion, right? So I'm thinking it's one of those things where he's really trying to put over, like, I'm not even in the back. I haven't been showing up for work. I've been re, you know what I mean? So That's I guess, bad, though. I, I, but but <laughs> you would think, like, I like exactly, because I would have taken, and I don't want it, but I would have rather taken that weird, oh, there's a truck driving up, and it's, you know, against Lance Archer. That would have been... You know, coming from I, out there uh, or from the side or something would have been better. Or I, I wouldn't mind just him not no entrance music, just coming down the ramp. Yeah, that wouldn't. But have been, because yeah. the only reason why I think if you know we're supposed to believe that he hasn't been running the show, then people would argue, see, AEW's better without Cody. <laughs> people could be but, like, oh, he shouldn't be booking. Just I, I let Tony feel, do it. I always feel like that's his motivation is trying to not put himself in the spot, you know, or whatever. Yeah, but, I mean, he. But, did, uh, I mean, yeah. he did that one time where he walked out the tunnel and just asked for a microphone and then just addressed, you know, Alistair Black before they got in a yeah, fight. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's but totally wait, fine. Did his music hit? No, he came, okay, no, he had the headset with... on with the. He was still holding the script. No, 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 no like... I mean, I mean, last night. No, 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 he stuff. just no, oh, he just okay. showed him just making his way. Like yeah, he was like Moxley. Yeah, it was like beelining down. Yeah, hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, what's going on mm-hmm. here? Mm-hmm. It's Cody. It, it was. I went back and but, forth. But yeah, on, he yeah. makes his way through the crowd. Rosario actually jumps, uh, uh, jumps on uh, Malachi's black. Uh, this is hard to write. Malachi Black's back, mm-hmm. trying to subdue him before Cody starts to get involved. The two men tee off on each other and fight throughout the New Jersey crowd before going to commercial. Just smash each other with everyone's beers. No, nah, there was a fucking time where you see Cody was actually throwing some. I was like, ooh, okay. Yeah, I will say this though. I see you. Um, He's trying to get Malachi's that. entrance was so impromptu from yeah. the last segment that I almost thought that it was Cody 
dressed up like Malachi to try I, to play my I'm not going to lie because you just saw just the silhouette. Yeah. And, he and a lot a of people little... thought it was Cody. Yeah, because he seemed taller. He did a little seem a little tall, but a yeah. lot of people, I think, assumed it was Cody just because of the lights going out, too. Yeah. Because there was a little bit of cheers until. And you couldn't really see his face. Either until he kind of took the thing off of his face, like when he sat, even when he did the whole cross leg joint, you know, inside the ring, you know, because that's something that. Yeah, because yeah. he also just teased that Stardust thing. So a lot of people were yeah, thinking he was probably going to do some, do some something kind of dark. Yeah. Some kind of shenanigans. But uh, yeah, no, I, I was uh, I, I wasn't mad at, you know, I'm always gl- uh, glad to see Cody, but I just, you know. Shh. What are we doing? Don't get this. Don't get, don't get the show heat, man. <laughs> uh, backstage interview with Anna, 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 Anna J and uh, Dark Order. Uh, we get a look back at the history between Anna J and Ali the Bunny, which is only two weeks old. Um, <laughs> but uh, we go, we, we pitch right back to. I was like, how is this history? Uh, it was. She came back. She saved her friend. She was in the match, and then yeah. now we're here. Uh, Anna talks about being, uh, you know, it being a big night for her. Evil Uno just interrupts her like a dick, <laughs> for, like straight up. Kind of, yeah. And starts to say he's going to be out there to help lead her to victory when he gets then interrupted by Alex Reynolds. I'm like, oh, how, how are you in a... In a... The librarian. Yeah, huh? Mm. Shh. Reynolds never tells. <laughs> Reynolds is not as good as he seems. I don't know if they're really dead, but it's just, yeah. you know, No, no, no. Reynolds is married for sure. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, I mm. forgot about that. Whole interview pretty much just breaks down as everyone's bickering with each other until Anna just tells them that if they don't get it together, she doesn't want any of them in her corner for her match. Um, yeah, that was pretty much it. Yeah. I mean, uh, in-ring sag with Dan Lambert, uh, man of the year, and various Bellator and UC, uh, UFC athletes. I originally put top team guys, yeah. but I had to give some credit and respect to what Punk was trying to put over mm. in the beginning of the segment because he was like, you guys don't really understand the greatness of this moment. Like, There's pro wrestlers in there. With guys from this company and guys from this company and guys from this company yeah. that don't normally congregate like this. Yeah. Mm. So I, I had to give him some credit for trying to put that over. Yeah, Though man. people are gonna be like, shut up about the MMA. We don't wanna remember. Nah, see, but that's, that's <laughs> yeah, what's good about punk. I mean, like, I mean, we talked nah, about he's that kinda, too. No, he's kind of he's kind of straight. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we talked about when we, you know, when no, there's no specifications on his contract. But I know that was one thing I said. I was like, and who? I'm sure he's still going to be used in the creative role, in a commentator role somehow. Like, even if he decides he gonna be not giving to back, wrestle, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure he is. Like, he's a great Which commentator. Is, he's proven that before. So yeah, I'm gonna try to get the yeah. Go ahead, man. man. Uh, starts in about how all the merch, uh, everything at the merch table is being sold out. Uh, as, far, as far as the shirts and the the sides, men small and the women's extra large. I'm guessing he's uh, trying to insult the the local crowd. Yeah. Uh, tells him all he need. It says tells him all he needs to know about the fan base in New Jersey. Uh, tells him that if they are offended by that, then they can cover their ears for the next sixty seconds and then go back to their regularly programmed uh, or scheduled programming of five foot eight guys doing super kicks and scaling to the highest balcony to do a backflip on their opponent who kicks out at two and they go crazy for it. Uh, I was like, all right, now you're cutting it like a little bit too too close to the nose, man. Yeah. Uh, Judas plays through the speakers out of nowhere as Chris Jericho interrupts uh, with Hager by his side. Lambert, uh, Lambert tells the sound man to cut his shit off in certain regards to Jericho's music. Uh, makes fun of the crowd for not knowing the lyrics and needing to look it up on their cell phones as the crowd's singing it a cappella anyways. Yep. Uh, Punk calls Lambert the Bobby Heenan, uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan if he had a wardrobe of nothing but affliction shirts. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. I, I mean, people are going to get caught up in the Bobby the Brain Heenan thing. Yeah. But I'm like, it's not really, 
I mean, it is, but it's it's a yeah. Well, it's, a, it's a backhanded, very quick, very quick-witted, strong, strong-tongued personality. Uh, Jericho says that we'd uh, sing along to his song, but no one knows the words. To, I'm a fat-faced dipshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was so hilarious. To me. It, dude, I, I I put pop, huge pop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ask Lambert which one of his guys in the top team are on top. Uh, goes on to say Jake is undefeated in Bellator. References his brush-ups with Brock and Goldberg in past yep. or in the past without saying their names. Uh, but references how they're both obviously MMA trained and you know yep. known in in the world uh, says that they didn't intimidate him and in the words of Mike Tyson everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face yep they didn't like that they yeah they didn't mm. and threatens to knock Lambert's buck teeth down his effing throat uh, Lambert responds saying the quicker they get to it the quicker they get through it and I was like bars mm-hmm. uh, but says it's not going to happen in this shithole. Referring to New Jersey, it says it's going to go down at the Big Apple on Rampage next week. Challenges Jericho and Hager against the Men of the Year on Rampage. Uh, Jericho responds saying that the Men of the Year are too pussy to fight them in Jersey and that they're going to beat the hell out of them next week and there will be no escape from New York, which popped CM Punk. Yeah, that's a reference to a horror film. By yeah, Jack no. Carpenter. Yeah, yeah, that I, I knew, but mm-hmm. it's just like funny how like CM Punk like pops so much where he's like, if y'all didn't know, that was some car- I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. But he's like, no, for the younger ones. Yeah, yeah. Each one, teach one. There you go. <laughs> a gun club pre-tape. This was short and sweet, but I liked it. Finally, some follow-up. Yeah. Says, no one has been disrespected more in AEW than the gun club. Says they did what they did to Paul White just to get their point across. And the point is that they say AEW claims wins and losses mean something, but says that they are all undefeated in tag team and trios competition and not just, you know, them, like two out of the three, like every, every incarnation, yeah, yeah, of them in tag team or trios action. Is undefeated, which you know how, how are we supposed? How, how will we know? They they will they'll never know. Yeah, I mean they're the all stars. How are they going to know? Dark for sure, and it's crazy because I've been I was watching some tape where the guys I was watching were facing them, and a lot of times the the guys I was watching lost to the Gun Club. You know, mm. so yeah, it's kind of it, it is facts, you know, but it it makes you wonder why now. But I'm glad that there's like I said some fo- follow up after the whole thing where they turned on uh, Paul White and then they didn't even show up at the pape. You know? Yeah, that was so, weird. Like, I was but thinking, it does seem independent from that specific storyline. I mean, yeah, especially when they say that, you know, they didn't make it say it wasn't personal, it was business. They just said they used him to make their, to take, you know, get their point across. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but it says that uh, now they're going to get the respect one way or another and if anyone has a problem with that, all they got to do is say win. Win, boy. Win, boy. Uh, from here we got, uh, speaking of wind, the storm is brewing. Ooh. Because Jade's here. Jade. Jade Cargill versus legit Layla Hirsch. Um, this is good, man. I, I yeah. enjoyed it. Again, this is another one that was kind of short and sweet. Uh, of course, Jade's out there with the smart Mark Sterling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Layla doesn't shy away from going head-to-head uh, up with Cargill as the match starts and tries the double leg early. Uh, Jade counters, but Layla finally takes her down with a double leg as Jade rolls to the outside. And Layla takes out Smart Mark with a baseball slide drop kick. Uh, both women back in the ring now as Layla lands a big, a big running Meteora in the corner. Uh, Jade kicks out at one, which I had to note. Uh, but Layla uses the momentum to slip on the cross arm breaker uh, or the Juju Katami, yeah. as uh, he was teasing Excalibur about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Jade shortly counters with the deadlift slam before going. I was going to say the rampage slam because you know, back in the day yeah. that, was the, that was his go to. Oh yeah. Uh, before going into picture in picture, where Jade is doing most of the heavy lifting and continuing to beat Layla down, 
from the outside of the ring to back inside the ring as well. Uh, Jade hits a big pump handle slam. I don't know if you saw that. It was like a yeah, that's something she's been. I noticed that she's added to her moveset. It was nice, man. Mm-hmm. Um, as we're back from picture in picture, Layla tries for the rear naked but couldn't uh, lock it in all the way. Jade shakes her off and tries for the pump kick, but uh, Layla evades and manages to power up with a German suplex for a two count. Follows up with a diving suicide dive on the outside, which I was surprised. I was like, oh, yeah. right, cool. I know she hits that low pay sometimes, too. Yeah, it, was, it, was it the third? Maybe it was under the, the low. I know she hit Sterling with that suicide dive on through the second one. So yeah. it might have been low pay maybe, on that one. Maybe, maybe. Um, throws her back in the ring and hits the big running uh, pump knee uh, for a near fall as well. Mm-hmm. Finish comes, though, when Hirsch tries to go for the big diving moonsault off the top. Jade rolls out the way and hits the pump kick before hitting the jaded glam slam for the winning or for the win. Uh, continuing her undefeated streak, and uh, you know we were just talking before, yeah. <laughs> before the break. The pump, the pump kick, yeah. the pump knees. Yeah, these are two names we didn't even talk about. I don't think we were we even mentioned. No, I, I talked about Jade. You probably and, did. And uh, what's her name? Layla? Jade and Brandy. And well, yeah, yeah, but you know, I, but I don't think we. Conti I don't think we brought in uh, Layla, uh, Layla because she hit that that pump. Well, she does the knee, but yeah, it's kind of the same same action. It's like, least, a, it's like a more it's, like a pump shining wizard. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, right. Mm. Anyway, Andrade Eli Dolo here. I like this promo a lot because you know if you saw Rampage, there was a whole thing with Chavo getting involved with the iPad, and then he actually decked Chavo, and it was mm-hmm. like, oh, where is this going? Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, that was short lived. Like. Yeah, it really was. Um, he says, if you lie to me, it's because you don't respect me. I'm always one step ahead. This is why I have my assistant Jose. Says he never gave Jose the order to interfere in his match as he snatches him up by his collar and tie. Demands for him to tell him what happened as Jose tells that Chavo's the one that told him to do so. As Andrade tells him that Chavo's not the boss, he says, I am the kingpin and I can be Pac or anyone else I want when I want. Yeah. So, love this. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, I think people immediately thought, oh, okay, he's making room for flair. Yeah, you know what I mean, true. and he's gonna be a face now or something. But I, I, I think I'm not against that, but maybe not so soon. Let him. Yeah, let I think let him, let him let him let him let him get over on his own, so he doesn't yeah. need flair. I felt like I mean? this vignette really helped uh, start that. that I really, rolling of I, momentum. I, so I like it. I, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, and you know what? Even though I'm still whatever about the subtitles, I thought the the. The verbiage was good, too. Yeah, very much. Uh, camera pans back to commentary as they break down the comparison between Pac and Andrade and start the question where Chavo goes from here when Punk is confronted by Team Taz, uh, or I guess you say I should say just Taz and his son, Hook, uh, out of nowhere. You can hear Taz uh, audibly saying, you know, insinuating that he's trying to take his job, which I was like, come on, dude. You could also audibly hear Hook smacking his gums from that, from that gum. Yeah. From, you know, <laughs> that's all he does. bubblicious asshole. <laughs> Uh, I'm sponsored, though. It's especially I got the the year round Halloween mix, so it's orange gum <laughs> Man, all day in this real. bitch. Yeah, it's uh, a gum bag. Before, <laughs> uh, Punk just takes the headphones off and stands up from the commentary table as he walks up and approaches Taz and Hook and uh, looks to be backing them down, quote unquote. Before Hobbs attacks him from behind with the orange overalls with the airbrush on it. Loved it. Yeah. Uh, Punk tries to fight back, but Hook surprisingly locks Punk in a dragon sleeper yeah. for a bit while Hobbs puts the boots to him. Hook then uh, rushes off Tony, uh, uh, JR, and Excalibur from the table, clears the monitors, and uh, Hobbs hits a kind of, I guess, a choke slam yeah. on Punk onto the table, not breaking it, but honestly... Still, almost looking more impactful or, or you know, painful. It, yeah, it, uh, it, it looked, I mean, because you don't the way you're right. Yeah. You don't have the image of there being like a, you know, there's no give. You know, like yeah. with, with a, a crash pad or a table break. Yep. 
Um, so, you know, it kind of was like, oh, man, he kind of absorbed like, all that. Yeah, you know? it's like if you see a guy like Christian or Edge take a bump like that where you're like, oh, wow, like even though it didn't break your concern because you know they're not – you know, they, they're yeah. young. They're not in their prime prime anymore. That, you know, that's one of those so, ones where they let out one of those wet bandit groans, like, Ugh. yeah, 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 exactly. Like, I'm sure that was, uh, you know, that was that, that was Sting getting power bomb. It was. CM Punk, yeah. I'm telling you, bro. I, yeah, still, I still have that screenshot. Hey, it's hey, so funny to me, bro. Darby ain't making him bump like that. Nah, he, <laughs> you, know, you feel me? So, oh, but he he bumping. We yeah. know we gonna get to that right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, uh, Because we did have uh, a Sean Spears pre tape promo. Loved it. Short and sweet. Man, oh, some man. of this just needs to be just short and sweet, man. Yeah. Says Darby. He's right about calling him a generic piece of shit, but says he's the guy that gave Darby his first loss in AEW and that tonight history will repeat itself. Tells him that he can't call uh, down for the rain and not expect a little bit of mud, but says that he didn't invent the rainy day, but that for the past 20 years, he's had the best umbrella. And uh, for Darby Allen, the chairman cometh. Yeah, I like I like that because I know it's something that he used to have on his shirt, and then but it was like right after, it was definitely before Pinnacle, you know, where he revived that nickname so yeah, uh, yeah or maybe I'm, maybe i know I think he, it was post cody i was gonna say because the last time he actually had a high profile chair shot was sammy but that would have been the pinnacle stuff i think yeah uh anyway sean spears versus darby allen man love this match uh spears yeah. attacks uh darby immediately as he lays in some kicks in the corner hits the rope hung suplex early before toying with darby around the outside of the ring uh, taunting and staring down Sting as well. Yeah. Uh, Spears with Tully in his corner, uh, the ref letting some things go as Spears uses the still uh, still stairs to smash uh, Darby's head in a little bit. Uh, goes for a running knee as he pulls down the knee pad, but Darby gets out the way in time for Spears to crash knee first uh, into the stairs. Darby tries to take advantage, but Spears takes him out again on the apron by targeting his leg. Uh, rolls to the outside and stares down Sting again. As he goes to grab like a water bottle and like it was like almost like a like a cloth or like a washcloth or something, mm. and he uses it to wash off Darby's oh, face paint yeah, uh, right. in the middle of the match, uh, right before we go into picture in picture. Uh, crowd was actually really booing about that. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it to me, I heard some murmurs. It just it was like, whoa. oh no, 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 I don't like that. I don't like that. He has an ugly face. It was just like, mm. whoa, you just made him humanized again. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I hate to say uh-huh. that again, but it was just like, oh, whoa, yeah, because like, we, yeah, because we, we we get an, uh, another look at that later after mm-hmm. the, the, the post match. But coming back from uh, picture in picture, Spears is Darby locked in the Scorpion Deathlock or the Sharpshooter if you're Canadian. Yep. Uh, but Darby, Which he's used before. Yeah, but, uh, of course. Uh, but I mean, even more now though, it's just mm-hmm. because you got Sting out there. Yeah. Uh, Darby fights back, hits the code red for a near fall. Darby climbs to the top rope, uh, but gets cut off by Spears, who uh, looks to pick him up and he C four in uh, onto the still steps uh, that are still on the outside. Oh yeah. Uh, but Darby counters with the rope assisted uh, over the top stunner, which kind of recoils uh, Spears off the ring, uh, landing onto the steps. As Darby fires the cannon up and torpedoes right through Spears like a bowling pin, dude. And I got to say, Spears, man, that dude's a pro because not a lot of people would have been able to sell. He he didn't make it look too. too, Onto the steps, right? Yeah, we've seen it before, but there's times like, oh, good thing this was here for me to. Yeah, let me roll right onto it. Yeah, like gingerly. Gingerly, so I don't. Yeah, Yeah. but he he really did it like a real pro. Mm -hmm. And dude, like I said, he, he knocked him down like a bowling pin, man. Um, yeah. It was uh, just he knocked them completely off the stairs yeah, too. Yeah, straight up. Uh, as the finish comes, when Darby throws Spears back in the ring and hits the coffin drop for the win, post match action. You know we're watching Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Uh, FTR appear in the ring to confront Sting and Darby as they Dude. just start to brawl out of nowhere. Uh, Tully comes in with a steel chair and sneaks Sting from behind. Uh, but Sting no sells and stalks Tully before FTR jumps Sting from behind. Mm-hmm. Darby tries to intervene and help Sting, but gets beat down as FTR hit. Uh, I believe this is what it called. I put. 
uh, a fucking mind breaker spike pile driver yeah. on fucking Sting yeah. as Tully as the fucking cherry on top and wipes Sting's face paint off it as well. It, it was... That was probably one of the biggest points. That's how you get uh, heat, bro. Yeah, yeah. that was one of the biggest points of the show. Because at first I was like, oh, I didn't even think about FTR mixing it up with Sting and Darby in, in any capacity. Like, despite yeah. the fact that Sting has a long history you know, with, with the horsemen, horsemen yeah. and the pinnacle, or they're not saying it, or basically, you know, or at least FTR are definitely students of the game of, of and, and that game is the horseman's playbook. You know what I mean? Like, like for sure. So it's one of those things where I didn't even think of that. It blew, and so I, I didn't even think about them as a factor with Tully calling them out last week. I, so when you think about that, ain't nobody in the building saw a Mindbreaker coming out, especially not on Sting, and there wasn't no soft. But but, but, but that's the thing is like very well it's, it's it's another it's another mm. thing we were talking about. It's sold the shit guys out of that. like Edge and Christian. You got to remember he had what like a neck yeah. injury, yeah. You not? So it's and like spine is, yeah, yeah. So that's why I was like, ooh. Mm. We we doing this? Yeah. Oh, we're doing this, and we're. Well, at, I mean, it's the same but, thing like we talked about when Brian Cage power bomb. Yeah. You know, and yeah, and, and who knows? He was wearing a t shirt. Maybe he no, was he, no, he definitely, no, he definitely and, did. And that was confirmed fine. by Tony for the first one. He okay, did. yeah. That, I mean, he wanted to protect them before the yeah the, well, the, the cinematic knows, and all that. And so I get it. He wasn't. I don't think he was fighting in the singlet last night. He might have had it on, but he maybe he was wearing it again. Maybe not a long sleeve. Who knows? You know what I mean? And that's fine. As those guys he, are safe. As long though. as he's safe. Yeah. That's yeah, that's all I was safe. worried about. But I am they excited make, they, about this because they make shit look good. Yeah, they make shit look good. And, but and, and like you said, the, then the insult to injury with now be now be coming you, to get your you, face. You, human, you humanize Sting now. Yeah. And who is Sting without the without? You know who Sting is without the pain? Steve Borden. He, 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 exactly. He, he's on he's on TV shows doing panels with Roddy and Medusa. He's, you he's, know what I mean? Like Wit Pro Steve Steve Borden. Like yeah. It's it's he's a civilian. Yeah, you know? he, yeah, he, did. It's, it, he basically un he unmasked Batman. He's like this is this is Bruce Wayne. This is this is who you guys. Because at least if he had the bleach hair, you would still be surfer sting, right? Yeah, I was like they they <laughs> they jump Batman and Robin. Or, and they pulled or, off. They or pulled Nightwing. the mask. We'll say yeah. Nightwing because it's dark. Yeah, and yeah, man, was, they just mm. pulled their mask. Yeah, that's really great. Yeah, uh, Brian Danielson in ring seg with Tony Chavone. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a recap of the same uh, promo Brian Danielson cut from uh, Rampage, addressing the elite and Kenny Omega. Yep. Uh, Danielson barely barely even speaks before being interrupted by Don Callis. I swear they're gonna have to change the name to AW Dynamite to Interruption, bro, or AW Abruption. But, but you <laughs> like, get it, right? I mean, they, yeah, yeah. They, they think it's it's oh, you've interrupted us twice now. It's turnabout. That's for, okay. Know. That part's true. So that, were, that's where I this I specifically gave, this specifically yeah. pass. Mm-hmm. There's been other, that, 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 but they do yeah. tend to lean a little bit yeah. on. Their, and I'll those say moments. I didn't mind Jericho interrupting earlier, but yeah, yeah, that was great. Yeah, that that's because you didn't see that coming, but yeah, no, yeah, no, I definitely didn't see them mixing up with the likes of Jericho and like mm-hmm. you know just inner circle, mm-hmm. which you know okay, cool, finally we got a, a different path for Jericho. Yeah. We can get away from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don Callis uh, and Omega interrupt, calls Brian and Mark. If you're thinking that him coming to AEW was the best decision for not just him but for pro, uh, professional wrestling, uh, Brian interrupts. Callis uh, tells him to shut up and addresses uh, Omega. Says one day this will be about the championship, but for now it's just about who's better. And proposes the one-on-one match. Uh, Callis immediately says no to, uh, to the crowd's huge yes chance. But Brian again tells him to shut up while calling him a piece of shit. Which I was like, okay, he is trying to make it known that I am not. The WWE Daniel yeah, Bryan. I am anymore. not Daniel Bryan. Brian Danielson. I am very serious about my craft and, and my in, wrestling. Yeah, and yeah. even intense. hundred. Like, yeah, like, I, I I liked it. Uh, but he dresses Omega again, saying that 
He came to AEW because he wanted to, you know, face the best bout machine, the god of pro wrestling. But when he got here, he's, he, all he sees is that he hangs out with a bunch of goofy stooges, who, uh, and he lets this piece of shit, referring to Callus again, mm-hmm. speak for him, and that he said he's heard the rumors of Omega saying that maybe he's losing his confidence or maybe he's lost a step, but says that, no, he thinks he just lost his balls. Brian again asks Omega yes or no for the challenge as Omega finally grants the challenge and... It, it's going to be popping. That's another one that's going to be in New York, man. Because I was like, dude, they got to give us something. If they already gave it, because remember, a lot of I'm people thought. I'm surprised they're giving that for free, though. Well, see, the thing is, a lot of people thought the Brian reveal was originally going to be that night, too. Oh, that's true. So that's so why I was like, well, if they sped his... it up, they got to. A lot of people bought tickets yeah. on that. But, okay, so, so yeah, that's the way you, yeah, you keep him out the ring for two weeks and then he debuts. That's not know? bad. That's not bad. Okay. Uh, Miro promo addressing Fuego del Sol says uh, everyone he has redeemed has moved on to a better career after he's forgiven them. They've been smart enough not to stick around. But for some reason, uh, Fuego is calling him out. Uh, he said they say don't put your hand on a stove that has already burned you. And he tells Fuego that tells him that Fuego is putting his throat on a blade that has already spared him. Says he's going to bash his brains and then bash his car in the word of the redeemer. I was like, man, that blade line was kind of... Yeah. Mm. I was like, he ain't fucking around. No. With these who, the, who the fuck is Chachi? We don't fuck around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt Hardy pre-tape addressing Orange Cassidy. A little bit more context from last week besides just, I'm going to cut his hair. Arng, arng. Yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, says, nobody breaks Matt's Hardy's, uh, Matt Hardy's nose. And I was like, you should have said except me. Because your nose... Psh- Come on, bro. <laughs> yeah. Show Owen Wilson. It's Owen Wilson. It is Owen Wilson, Wilson but his is kind of in no, better shape. Than no, he, yeah. He kind of yeah. He kind of got like the Shawn Michaels. Hey, you, you of, leave Shawn uh, out of this. That's the Shawn eye of noses. <laughs> you shit, yay! <laughs> it's a glandular problem. <laughs> my no, dude, my dude. Nobody breaks great. Matt Hardy's nose. Yeah. Says he owes him a debt that he plans to collect and says Cassidy has been making a mockery of his business, which is pro wrestling, for so long. Says he's sick of the antics and he's going to strip away everything that, quote unquote, makes him cool, starting with his hair. Uh, then we get the match updates here. Rampage, of course, we got Lucha Bros uh, defending the tag championships against Butcher and Blade. I don't know how they just jumped the line, but again, whatever. Uh, Anna Jay versus the Bunny. We'll see if the Dark Order can get their ass together or if she's just going to you know, tell them to not corner her. Um, and then we also got Miro and Fuego Del Sol. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, this is going to be going down the, the day this comes out. Um, AEW TNT Championship plus Fuego's car on the line. <laughs> yeah, boy. Uh, then, of course, next week at the big Grand Slam uh, back-to-back. Uh, I call it Grand Slam, then Grand Slam page. Uh, Grand Slam, Dynamite, Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson. Got the CM Punk interview 48 hours, as they say, quote-unquote, before uh, his first TV match against uh, Hobbs, which you're going to get into with the... Uh, the Grand Slam page uh, mm-hmm. uh, c- uh, card, if you will. Got, of course, the return of Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black. We got MGF versus uh, Pillman Jr. FTR versus Sting and Darby Allen now added, as well as Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho for the AEW Women's Championship, which I was like, damn, they're giving us a lot. Yeah. Um, and again, if I'm if I'm right, I, I believe they're going to be filming a Rampage right after. Oh, damn, wait. The women's title match is coming too? Damn, yeah. That's going to be dope. Okay. Um, and, and they said that's two hours for, uh, for Rampage, so... But it's Powerhouse Hobbs versus CM Punk, first TV you know match back. We got the Inner Circle in uh, Jericho and uh, Hager versus Men of the Year, which I think I'm honestly looking forward to. I mean, I didn't think Jericho would ever wrestle on a on a rampage, but Mox has, so yeah, you know. Very true. But we get the return of the and Super Click, baby. Yeah, definitely. I can't wait for that. Uh, I mean, the first time they're teaming up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's why I was like, yo, this is 
This is trippy. Them versus Christian and, and uh, Christian Cage. I got yeah, to get Jurassic used to saying Express, that. Yeah, Express, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Link so I'm telling you, one day he has to cut a promo with, with Juggle Boys. Like, hey, uh, you know, you remind me of somebody I knew. <laughs> that would be funny. See, he, he didn't used to talk either, but uh, he used to drink he, a lot yeah, of blood. He, yeah, he didn't talk as much. But uh, From here, we get the main event. Uh, you ready for this, my man? Sure, man. Go ahead. Take it away. Um, I mean, you know what? Punk, again. Or no, I'm sorry, not Punk, because uh, from here, obviously, he wasn't on commentary. But commentary did a good job putting over 2.0 for, you know, putting their focus on, on uh, freaking, uh, you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I get Top you. dogs and all that good yeah, shit. Yeah, definitely. Touting that, you know, sometimes... To make the biggest noise, you gotta go after the the, the person with the you know the biggest growl, the biggest dogs in the in the yard. You make, know yeah, I mean? yeah, man, make the biggest statement, and you know, yeah, I, I, we talked about it before. And then you get the biggest taste. You get the biggest taste in your life. <laughs> uh, Eddie Kingston and John Moxley versus 2.0 here. 2.0 and Danny Garcia, all triple team. Uh, Moxley and Kingston before the match even starts and continue uh, the beat down before the bell finally rings. Mox and Kingston turn the tables quickly as Mox hits the crash landing way early. Uh, just starts battering Matt Lee before the money go- clip, my dude. Oh, I mean, it's, is it is it the money clip? That's what he calls it. Is that what he calls it? Yeah, he called that. He called it that on the on the indie. There used to be a signature. I, I wonder why they called the crash landing. Is what's his name? Calls it the Xplex. Uh, I, I don't. I, yeah, because to me, the crash landing always been the 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 Styles Clash before. Yeah, it was, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, who brought that move into the game? But yeah, the X Plex. It looks similar, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, he just does that kind of like it's like a drop release. Yeah. And they like do that roll. He's like, ah, fuck your mother. Yeah, it's it's basically He's a like, tossing. Yeah, yeah. He it, just don't get. I mean, the one the, to me, the the brutal one is still the one with uh, Joey Janela on the tax. <sighs> God damn! I forgot about that one. No, nah, yeah, I went back and watched that match the other day. I, was, <laughs> I, was I just, I, I totally too. forgot about the unsanctioned because oh, uh, that was his best promo with the casket work. Anyways, uh, Matt, uh, go in the picture. Picture uh, 2.0 actually sh- uh, working really well, double teaming, isolating Moxley's kinks in his pacing on the apron like a caged tiger. And I gotta say, maybe there's some truth to him trying to you know do some good to some of his homies or some of his wife's homies, mm-hmm. doing a lot of selling for him. You yeah, know what I'm definitely. He's like, you want <laughs> you're in the doghouse, Mister. You want a taste. <laughs> Yeah, you, want to t- <laughs> you better. Yeah. Yeah, I'm inviting him over for dinner. You better yeah, behave. As, as a Canadian, you have to be nice. <laughs> Mox tries to fight back, but 2.0 cut him off again with a double team step up sent on. Uh, Mox hits the big clothesline and eventually get the hot tag to Kingston, who cleans house, hits the big exploder on Matt Lee, and as Jeff Parker tries to roll him up for a pin from behind, but Kingston serves him with a spinning back fist. Finish comes when Mox tags back in. They hit their. King Kong Lariat half and a half suplex combination for the win. Straight dumped him too. Dumped. Uh, Post match, Suzuki's music hits, and I was like, "Yo, why we got four minutes left in this bitch?" And of course, uh, the four minutes was uh, for Suzuki to come out properly. Um, as mm. Mox waits for uh, Minoru's imminent arrival, uh, pacing and kind of getting ready for the beatdown. Yeah, I was wondering uh, what Eddie was gonna do because Eddie kind of was giving me like. Like, are you about to turn on Mox tonight? No, I, I didn't think so. I mean, because they had the tag match, so I, I was like, I figured they are going to still keep that in touch oh, before, yeah, yeah. before a turn would happen. But uh, Minoru confidently comes to the ring, Dolo, as Archer pulls Kingston out of the ring from behind. All four-man fight uh, on the outside, all over the damn building, really. Uh, mm. Suzuki tries for the God-style pile driver on the timekeeper table, but Mox counters by grabbing oh, one of the... the yeah, yeah. Uh, he he uh, countered by grabbing one of the house microphones and blasting uh, Minoru across the same eye. Which happened he, uh, to busted Mox. open. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, last week, as they continue to have uh, Bedlam in Jersey to go off the air, as I said that to kind of poke fun at uh, yeah. Excalibur. That's one of his favorite ones. Um, but, Bedlam. Yeah, man, I was dynamite, pretty much, dude. Um... Like I said, kind of a kind of a stock night. I think they had to kind of 
reveal some details, obviously, about what was going to be going on with the Grand Slam shows. Yeah. And, you know, also build some uh, well-needed momentum going into those shows as well to kind of get people interested. I mean, they, they definitely got a got a card, you know, uh, to cards going for sure. I will say, and um, I don't know, man. I mean, they had a good night lining things up. Uh, I mean, we were talking. You said, you know, it's good to see Jericho in a new direction. It's good to see the men of the year with a direction. You know, it's like yeah, stuff absolutely. like that. Uh, I don't know if FTR and Darby and Sting is going to get added, but like stuff like that it's is still fresh. It's highly interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and and most of all. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, from a young uh, fan standpoint and from an old fan standpoint, a Laps fan standpoint, because if you're a Laps fan, you definitely know a little bit about Sting and the Horseman, and there's no way you don't get Horseman vibes off FTR alone, whether it's with Sean. With and, commentary and, yeah, kind of putting yeah, it in. or Tully but right there or see, whatever. See, the thing is, too, it, there, was, like, there were some rumors that people were saying that FTR were making it, maybe hinting at they were going to be leaving soon. Oh really? You know, I mean, I, I, I maybe, my, to, maybe to fulfill some other. I'll just goals. say, from what I understand, they do have that uh, that option. You know, maybe it's around that time that that option's come up to explore. But yeah, um, I'm hoping it's not. I mean, especially I, with what's in them getting hurt, they might think they might have uh, up the timeline. That's bit. that's very important too. Yeah. But you know, what well, one thing, yeah, I give them credit for just uh, all the fresh and and just new. Uh, things that people that they had kind of crossing streams of, you know, we haven't used that in a while. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and like I said, it just seemed new. Um, it wasn't forced too much, and you know what? I, I didn't even mind the Taz stuff. I mean, you know, Hobbs is looking great. I, I was he's just, a great prospect, bro. Like, yeah. Mark puts him over as like kind of he's he thinks he's gonna be one of the first kind of homegrown yeah. AW guys, and I, um, I just like to focus on 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 like I said, next week kind of feels like it has that pape feel to it, but you know, the more important thing. It's gonna thing, be a big night. I mean, people will be made that night for sure. There'll be yeah. some good matchups, and especially you got CM Punk coming out right in his second match ever, first one for TV. Yeah. Um, and I just Ruby's I, Ruby, no doubt, is gonna it, be coming out. Exactly. I mean, whether she wins or loses, I don't know. But yeah. she's gonna be looking great. But I'll I'll even say to add to the task part, you're right, because even the the I thought it was very ingenious on their part to not have Punk taken away so quickly. They waited till the second hour. And it was like within the fir- the first third of that second hour is when you know they brought in this task stuff, and I dare say the the stuff that happened this week may have made up for the confusion of last week, or at least has now brought the intensity of this storyline to a oh I got to see how Punk gets his win back from this, you know, because obviously Hobbs is not Darby Allen. Well, I like it also because it's also showing how. How much CM Punk is in? Yeah, like this that, is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because a lot of people How thought invested he is. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You know what I mean. Especially he's staying true to what he's saying about people he wants to work with. And you know, like I said, like he. I'm sorry, it's kind of corrected. Yeah. The I guess the abrupt and awkwardness of the whole Taz. Yeah. Attempt at it, but the most important thing that Dynamite did is they stayed true to self, and they didn't sell out to these busters. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to say uh, neither do you guys, because you guys are always showing mad love, man. The 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 listens are through the roof, and it's it's crazy because it's not just with the current episodes and and the, the recent episodes. Just a lot of people checking out our old stuff. I know you say you've been getting shit popping on TikTok, which yeah, is great. Hundred percent grateful for anyone that's engaging with what we're doing and 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 it's enjoying what we're doing or entertained by what we do, man. Uh, it's just what it's what it's about. What we do it for, yeah, definitely. Um, so you know. Make sure, if you haven't already, just stay tuned to what we're doing. Follow me at Quincy Jones Go. Follow the show at The Quincy Jones Show. And also follow Doc at Doc Lesnar. And that's on TikTok and social media and everything, man. He's going to give you more on that because he does have some details to remind you all about. But, uh, you know, fear not. You got to also 
Go where you go to get your podcast and check out the show, and that's going to be anywhere, man, from iTunes, Spotify, CastBox, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, and, of course, True 100 Radio. The good people over there at True 100, man, they got True Fest popping pretty soon. And uh, do me a favor and follow at True 100 Radio yes, sir. as well. Um, they're playing our music. They're playing the, the shows. They're playing a lot of our stuff, man, and uh, it's, it's, it's just a real good thing, a lot of good stuff going on right now. And uh, yeah, man, you could also check me out on uh, you know the Flow Show. Feel free to follow that as well. Yes, sir. Um, if you guys are in- interested in the merch, of course, we got the T-shirt still going. Uh, might even donate some for the uh, for the contest. You never know. Hey, let me let me, let me know the size, brother. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, hit us up at the Quincy Jones Show at gmail.com. But uh, I don't know if you're not paying attention. Yeah. I don't know if you're uh, under a rock. But I think uh, if you haven't heard, there's this announcement going around about this this giveaway. Uh, I'll let it's Doc a, do the honors. It's man. amazing. We, I've yet to go surgical with this bitch, man. Facts. Facts. <laughs> you know, real talk, man. If you guys have been paying attention, you're following me, which you should be, at Doc Lesnar on Instagram or on TikTok, just as uh, Quincy Jones just said. You guys know I got the Lesnar Mania giveaway. It's going down right now. You got, as of this recording, I would say you got about five days. Uh, but it's literally less than a week. Guys, it's been nuts. I've been loving the replies, man. A lot of the entries have been coming in. I'm lo- just loving the love and the support because it's all about the This Is Awesome album that you guys have helped me. It's still hard to keep the streams down, so this is my way to uh, get, give back to all the fans, all the listeners, and figure out who is the biggest Lesnar maniac. So all you got to do is go to my page, like the post, share the post, whether on your timeline or on your IG story. You want to go ahead and... Uh, Tag me at Doc Lesnar and hashtag Lesnar Mania. And there you go. You got your first entry. If you want a second shot, all you got to do is go to that original post and leave in the comments what your favorite song is from that album. This is awesome. And you got two entries right there, Jack. Other than that, man, uh, you got questions? I mean, what if I have more than one favorite song? Is that more than one entry? People want to know. Hey, you know what? If you got, if you leave more than one comment, do it. I mean, right now is, it. is the time. We're in the final stretch. Do it. You know, I, I mean, we've been talking about this uh, giveaway. First, it was the Lesnar Mania Challenge. Now it's the Lesnar. Mania giveaway and it's finally here we like i said we had to bring it from off the the uh, podcast platform to the listeners man so you guys check out the video i just put out it's really just reminding you guys to get on it in the meantime like i said we will reveal the winner uh live we're gonna connect somehow i'm sure we're yeah gonna we're, do we're gonna do live. some you know yeah we're gonna be on wednesday same date as the grand, uh, yeah. grand slam show so we're definitely gonna put some together and we'll definitely, definitely let y'all know what is good, who the winner is, and uh, just ahead of time, thank y'all for uh, participating and showing love. Yeah, definitely, you know man. What I mean? Like I said, because the entries have been nothing but love, man. But in the meantime, like I said, follow your boy at Doc Lesnar on TikTok and Instagram. On Instagram, also follow me at Doc underscore KGS pod for memes, news scoops, and everything uh, You know, on the spectrum of wrestling, man. That's what I do. He, he got he got one bubbling with John Moxley. I don't want to give it away. Uh, I, mean, I got a couple. Of the I've been waiting, man. It's, it's been <laughs> real fun. TikTok's been loving the things I'm doing, man. But uh, other than that, follow me also on Twitter and Facebook at I'm Doc Lesnar. Other than that, man, after a great show, uh, you know, haters and busters, et cetera, et cetera, uh, we got three words for him. Top guys out. out.